Yeah, hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. All right, we on. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, Poke Tower? And welcome to episode, we are on 99. Episode 99, yeah. Episode 99. Returning back right before episode 100, guys, so I'm sorry for the uh, leave of absence. My laptop took a crap on me, and uh, the screen just went black. I have no idea how to fix it. Um, tried a few other, few different other setups. You can get audio input and stuff to work, uh, but I'm working with something now, temporarily. Um, so I hope it doesn't have too many uh, technical errors, and we can run pretty smoothly through the podcast. So bear with us, guys, on that. But welcome in to episode 99, guys. Uh, I'm super happy to be back in the seat, in the saddle, and I'm excited for what we got. What do we got today? What's up, guys? Welcome. Episode 99, like Devin said, the Pokey Tower podcast. It's been a long ride, uh, but we got, we got a lot of gas left in the tank, right, guys? So um, if you guys have been following along, you guys know that yesterday I, I announced our seven days of giveaways up to episode 100. That started yesterday. So what's going to happen is... Is the audio good? You guys let me know. It's a thumbs up. Um, episode 100, we're going to lead up to seven days of giveaways. And that started last night, like I said. And what it is, is I, sh- I shared a little flyer um, on our Discord. I shared it on my Instagram. I shared it on my TikTok. And basically what I wanted you to do was to basically repost or uh, duet that photo saying seven days of giveaways. And that's all you got to do is share, share the photo and tag me. And uh, there's going to be seven different winners for every day. Um, and yeah, so we started that it's day two, this will end next Monday and then Tuesday will be episode 100 and we will be, uh, you know, announcing the winners for that. So there won't be any winners announced until episode 100. And what I'm hoping to do, there's a, there's a few things with this, right? It's a few things. Um, cause a lot of you guys were excited. You're like, Hey, episode 100, that's a big deal. Like, how do you feel? And it feels good. We're we're happy about it, um, but it's it's tough. Like, do you count? You know how many days you brush your teeth? Like, no, you just do it, right? It's the same thing with like the podcast for us. Um, the numbers are great. Don't get me wrong. I, I it is a feat that I don't take for granted because if people didn't listen to us, we wouldn't do it. Uh, but you know, so a hundred episodes is cool. But it's like. To me, that seems like it'd be like putting a barrier on for like 300. It's like, oh, once we make to 300, we're done. That's it. It's We're just going to keep doing this until it's not fun anymore. That's that's really what this is. Um, but yeah, 100 episodes in. And the point of seven days of giveaways is to hopefully encourage you guys to start posting more. And it was as simple as saying, hey, repost this picture every day for seven days straight. So you might be like, well, that's dumb. Why would I do that? How does that help me? In its most simplest form, it's getting you to post every day. That's all it is, right? And that's how you become consistent. That's how you build something. That's how we built this podcast. We said we're showing up every Tuesday for the, for the rest of time. That was that's part of the game, um, you know. But obviously, there's a giveaway tied to that, so there is some incentive too to say, hey, you know, I want to play because I want to win some free stuff. So everybody wins. It promotes the podcast. It puts the podcast in a good light because at a hundred episodes you know there are still believe it or not there's still a lot of people that don't know jack about us so to me that's a big deal um 
the other thing, uh, again, is that you get to win free prizes. And then the other thing is to show you guys like consistency. That's all this is. We're not anyone special and we can't do it without you guys. Um, so that's kind of the idea of seven days of giveaways. That's not to be confused with the two year anniversary, right? So two year anniversary, I value way more than I do a hundred episodes. And the reason I say that, um, is because I think two years is much harder to do now. One episode a week would equate to about, you know, 100 episodes. But my point is, is that there are podcasts that have gotten to 100 episodes in like two months. You know what I mean? And they're just pumping and then they die. That's it. They're gone. You never hear from them again. So to me, to be around for two years, it's like, you know, we're we're some OGs now. And I'm really happy about that. I'm really excited. Um, Yeah, I'm just pumped. So think of the think of the seven days of giveaways as a promotion to episode 100, but the real party is going to be the two year anniversary, um, which I'm still kind of planning out, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited guys. And I'm happy that you guys are here watching us and, uh, thank you guys, you know, for giving us your time. Right. Um, we'll continue to get better. And, uh, you know, I I still have to plan some stuff for that two year anniversary. There's still some things that I figure out because you want to be different you want to have fun, but you don't want to be cliche, right? You don't want to be over the top, be dramatic either, right? This is just trading cards. We're doing something we we love, right? So does it need to be, I don't know, does someone need to cry? I don't know. But <laughs> that's just kind of where my mind's at. So seven days of giveaway. If you don't know anything about it, you're going to want to head to my TikTok or you're going to want to head to my Instagram or the Discord and find the post where I'm saying, hey, share this. We're giving away free stuff. I'm going to be giving away booster packs, booster boxes, Whatever free merch I can get rid of, I'm going to get rid of, right? Um, so you want to be a part of that, uh, especially if you want free stuff, right? And it's going to be everything. It's going to be Pokemon, Digimon, Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh! Every, all the stuff we talk about. So big stuff. Um, and let's see. Monster Truck Sunday. Free, free, free. Free, free, free. Everything's free. Everyone just gets free <laughs> stuff. Um, there was one more thing I need to say. Hold on. Ah. <sighs> forgot oh man i forgot oh well well we'll figure it out later on in the episode today we do have a bunch of cool stuff to talk about um like always but it's just like every week there's something new and i think that's one of the coolest things about collecting cards so here we go episode 99 you got anything else uh nope just spotify spotify should be good to go now and let me tell you guys yeah we got we got spotify back um we figured it out that's that's cool i'm just stoked to be back well, let me tell you that that 30 percent, 40 percent of listeners came right back. So I was like, whoo, I mean, because that that hurt, you know, especially when we're building up to 100 episodes and like this is a, it's a big deal. Right. And we're proud of ourselves. It's like 30 to 40 percent of our listeners didn't even know or don't even know. They're like, they just die, you know, because there are people that listen to the podcast that don't follow me. That's that's a thing. So, you know, it's hard to get a hold of people when the only thing they listen to is Spotify. So that was a big hurdle. Um, but yeah. We're back on Spotify. Everything should be good. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's get this party started. Dope. All right. Ready? Here we go. Yep. Scout a report this week for episode 99. All right. The Poke Tower Scout Report is our segment about things that you guys are interested in. Um, these are things that that maybe you just don't know enough about to to put your money into because at the end of the day, collectibles cost money. If we could have it better spent somewhere else, we probably will. So the Scouter Report 
is basically using us as your resource to research some things. Now, I don't know everything, but I try to learn as much as I can. Um, so that's the scouter report. And we got something really cool to talk about today. This was, I was surprised because I thought this was going to be a dud, but this is actually really cool. Here we go. What is that? I saw this and I thought it was fake. Saw that um, too, and I was like, "What is that?" That is that is Pokemon Who Am I series by PlaySchool, and this was brought to us by Weird Randomness. Weird Randomness is uh, one of the guys in our cord, and um, he's like, "Hey, what what's the deal? Anyone know anything about this stuff?" And I had to I had to dig, you know. And this one of the coolest things about this show is being able to find information like this. So check it out. Fun School, right? That's the brand. Fun School is actually an Indian brand that's branched off from the American brand, Play School. Okay? And guess what? Hasbro makes them, right? So Hasbro has a English brand of Play School. They have an Indian brand called Fun School. Literally, the logo is exactly the same. If you see this logo right here, it's the same thing. Um, Now... I was like, okay, well, what is this? Who am I? Like, is this like a game or, you know, what, what, how do you understand what the heck this is? Well, uh, who am I is actually a series of cards from this fun school, uh, brand, but that's just the name of the set. Who am I is actually the name of the set. There's five different sets, I guess. Um, and in the who am I series, it contains 55 cards and they have foils and things like that. The interesting thing about this, right, uh, and this is kind of like where you start talking about like stuff that's like rare. Um, each pack comes with like redeemable points for merchandise and it, they would give you like this little brochure when you open the pack. Uh, and inside that pack, uh, you would basically get points like there'd be a Pokeball that would say you got 10 points. And in that brochure, you could get hats, you could get toys or figures, um, you know, journals, like whatever little Pokemon things they have. And I'll show you what I'm talking about here. Stuff like this. This is the Pokemon redemption scheme, right? So that this is the flyer that they would give you. And on these Pokeballs, there was actually like points. And these would come inside your packs, okay? Um, yeah, and you basically get points and you can redeem stuff like this. Like, like see, I was saying a hat. Look, at you even get a little fanny pack. You can get a t-shirt. Uh, it looks like you can get kids' books and things like that. Now, you can't do it anymore. It was only redeemable till 2004. Um, but it had a really cool idea behind it. Um, the Who Am I series is one of the sets. There's actually other sets like called Thunderbolt, Meteoroid, and Black Hole. And I was like, what? what is that like? Those are Those are odd names for Pokemon, right? So I wanted to check it out. And they actually do have other booster packs and people actually look for this stuff like this stuff actually sells on ebay and it's not cheap it's i mean it might be cheap relative to like english stuff but like check this out like that's a meteoroid pack right there it's got gengar like gengar and you can see right here 31 trading cards inside what do these look like well i'll uh i'll pull it up here in a second they look like uh here we'll just do it now um Pokemon Fun School. Like this stuff is crazy, guys. Look at look at this. Dude, that Pokemon Encyclopedia like prize. That that thing is hard. So that's what the back of the card looks like, right? That's oh you can't that's see where tight. Devin's at, but uh this is the back of the card. 
Like that's what they look like. What? They look like Pokemon that's cards, cool. right? Yeah, that's not bad. Pretty interesting. Like weird stuff. Okay. Um, there's all kinds of stuff you can Google on this thing. Uh, but there's the backs. There's the fronts right here. These are like the redeemables. You know what I mean? Like, look at all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Look at that. There's a hollow right here. Raichu. Pretty crazy. Like, look at that. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, they got some yeah. different stuff. Uh, let me see if I can even find it. I don't know where it went. It just disappeared. Here it is. So this guy has a bunch of stuff. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's an Indian brand, right? So like, there's the meteoroid pack with Gengar on it. So I, I don't get it. Are these like bootleg? No, no. Like no. Hasbro did a thing with Play School, and Fun School is the Indian name of it. So it's like you know like. Trying to think of another brand that's like that. Um, but basically, like they're Pokemon, just... Pokemon actually gave them, like, signed off on this. Like, gave them, like, copyright and everything. For India. Yeah, this is what India got. Like, it's the type of stuff they got. Dope. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then, here's some other pla- uh, packs. You got Black Hole. Look, it's got, like, Charmeleon, Charizard, Horsey. Yeah. Uh, looks like Pidgeot, maybe. And uh, Rapidash. But check this out. This stuff is no oh, joke. Farfetch. Farfetch. Is that Farfetch? Yeah. Okay, look at this, though. This is no joke. These are sealed booster boxes right here of the stuff. Holy crap. 5000 bucks just last month. Or that was in June. My bad. Two months ago. 5000 bucks a pop. Look at this pack. $500. Whoa. I think this is the one that Weird Randomist was actually looking at. Dude, what? That's nuts. So... There's a there's a little demand there. I mean, it's not crazy like, you know, these 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 average dudes on TikTok are not going to know what this is, right? If you shared this on your TikTok, it might explode because no one knows what it is. Um but uh, you know, it's it's one of those things, it's a novelty. It's a novelty thing. Like if you want to be different, if you want to have something that's valuable, this is kind of one of those things, you know, you can you can be a little different and uh and it would be, you know, like actually cool and it would be vintage and just different overall. But that is what this whole Pokemon Who Am I series is. It, it is derived from a brand called Fun, Fun School. Ooh, excuse me. Which is branched off from Play School. You guys know Play School, right? You guys know that brand? That's, yeah. So yeah, Play yeah, School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the father company is Hasbro. Pretty sick. But that's what it is, um, and that's what we have on the Scouter Report today. You got anything on that? Dude, honestly, I'm I'm on eBay, and I'm looking for that uh, that encyclopedia that was like the 500 points. Yeah, look up. Yeah, you'll have to like look up like Pokemon Fun School Redeemable or something like that, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to look for it, man. This, Pokemon Fun sick, School dude. Prize. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, we could actually, let me see. Let me go to eBay right here. Let's see. That would be nostalgic. I'd throw that up on the shelf. Prize. Let's see if they, oh, they don't have prizes apparently. It's like there's a fun fun school. What is that? Pokeball pack. It's a Play-Doh. It's a Thunderbolt Play-Doh. pack for sixty dollars. Like funny. crazy, right? Uh, here's a look. They grade. Well, this is not a solid grade, but you know the people grade this stuff. That's a hollow, by the way. Uh, but yeah, it's. They got all. I'm mean, look. There's an EV for thirty five bucks. Like what the heck? 
What the heck? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, look, there's a Who Am I card right there. Whoa, that's tight. Yeah. It does look dope. Thunderbolt pack. It's different, right? It's like, um, you know, and, and that's why it's cool. That's why I like it. Cause it's different. Like, you don't, you don't see stuff like that. Yeah. Share so there's, anyway, there's a little bit of novelty cool. there. Um, yeah, pretty cool. And there you go. Oh, there's or a box right there. They want 4k for the box. That's underpriced, right? That's 3,500 right there right now. Box damaged. Never mind. Pass, 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 pass. Still cool. Still really cool to I see. I mean, unless you're to rip open the box and then sell 28 the hundo right there. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's look at this. Yeah. 50 packs. Do the math. Oh, dude, look at that. Box is just, just brutalized. It's like in a garage oh, my for goodness. years. It's probably in a garage or something. There they it's are. Probably in someone's, <laughs> probably in someone's safe. Just sort of away I mean, in an attic somewhere. Those probably aren't damaged. Yeah, probably not, right? Like, it just looks like a little bit of water damage. Yeah. On the box itself. Like, and it doesn't even look like bad water damage. It's just like moisture. I wonder if that moisture. Oh, there's the redemption the thing. Up. There's the checklist. Hmm. Someone wants 10 bucks for that. But there you guys go. That's a quick look at yes. the Pokemon Fun School cards. Got a tad out of here. All right. Thanks for sending that one in, uh, Weird Randomness, a.k.a. Klaus. And now, let's get on to the Battle Royale. Here we go. All right. TCG Battle Royale. This is our segment about the four TCGs we talk about. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, Digimon, and their newest booster expansions um and we rank them so if you're a collector of all four you kind of understand like hey where should i put my money for um maybe you can't buy everything all at once right so this just helps you prioritize that and uh we got some we got we got some new stuff a couple changes here let's go and take a look at number one this week and we brought this up last week <laughs> number one Yu-Gi-Oh! Tactical Masters just dropped last Friday, so it's got that new shine on it, which is always going to be a factor of whether or not it makes it number one on the list or not. But I'm giving it the number one spot this week. Why do you say that? Well, there's, a, there's a handful of reasons why, actually. Um, one, last week we talked about the collector rares that come in this set, right? Droll Lock and Bird, Cosmic Eclipse, Scapegoat. Um, just classic, classic collector rares that I really like. So that was like a huge plus for me. Uh, why I would put this set at number one. Number two, look at the case price. The case price is 650 bucks. That is going to be, and you'll see today, that's some of the cheapest prices out of all the case prices on this list. And it's a brand new set. You don't see that often. Usually when it's brand new, it's up there, right? So something to think about. Uh, Per box, right? You can buy them for $52.87. That's stupid cheap. Especially talking about Digimon, Dragon Ball, and Pokemon this week. You'll compare the prices and you'll be like, wow, like Yu-Gi-Oh! is in a really good spot for it being a brand new set. Um, and then you can get the top four cards in the set, which are collector rares, for $328.83. There are also 17 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. Here's the bad news. The bad news is that 15 of those cards are collector rares, right? They always drop 15 collector rares. So 
15 out of the 17 are collector's rares. And from what I've seen, there's not a lot of like crazy meta in this set. But there is some collectability. And uh, we'll talk later tonight in Heart of the Cards on why I think, you know, I love correct collector rare sets. Um, they're solid. Uh, but I'm putting it at number one this week. And uh, you'll see here once we compare it to some of the other TCGs. Now, this may, I think Yu-Gi-Oh is going to be in a battle. I can tell you that. The reason why Yu-Gi-Oh is going to be in a battle is because I don't think we've seen it everything yet from X Record. I think X Record is still going to, you know, linger around in the top two spots. Also, yeah, drag- I'll, I'll go on record about Yu-Gi-Oh. Remember, I was like, a, I think it's, I think it's like a, um, a Fist of Gadgets set. That was just, I hadn't even seen any cards or anything from it. I was just looking at the box artwork and I was like, hmm, looks like a Fist of Gadgets set, you know, right. like a filler set. <clears throat> Um, but they came out with the collector rares and stuff in it, so it looks dope. Well, yeah, I mean, and Droll Lock and Bird and Cosmic Eclipse, like those were classic like meta cards. Uh, the Droll Lock and Bird is around a hundred dollars right now. Um, we haven't seen stuff like that since Toon Chaos, so think about that. Think the characters they used were were solid characters. Um, you have Scapegoat, which is a, again another classic card. I think once Devin sees one like in person, he'd be like, oh man. Gotta have it. Uh, but we'll put it number one this week. But Yu-Gi-Oh's got some battles to fight because we're going to have, you know, X record and then Dragon Ball um, Dawn of the Z is right around the corner. And then Pokemon has uh, Lost Origins dropping. So, like, it took number one this week, but it it could change very quickly. Um, so hopefully these collector rares give us something to, you know, write home about. Number two this week. Digimon X record. It's a it's a red week, right? It's all red. That doesn't mean it's bad necessarily. Um, case price is about a thousand bucks, nine hundred ninety nine dollars, but it's down from last week, so we had to give it the red uh, mark there. Oops, excuse me. Box price is eighty eight seventy nine. That is still stupid high for Digimon. That's crazy high. Um, now this is where this is where we talk about. Hey, I'm a Digimon collector. I'm a Yu Gi Oh collector. Compare the stats. Compare the stats. If you had $1,000, would you buy a case of X Record or a case of Tactical Masters? Think about the rarities you can get. Think about the cards that you can pull. In, ta- in, in a collector rare set, you can typically pull three to four collector rares per case. Think about the top four cards, right? What you could get. Think about the top four cards in Digimon and what you could get there. The $1,000 would be well better spent on Yu-Gi-Oh! at this point in time. Because 88 bucks a box is too much. Um, I like to see the Digimon in the set 60s and 70s. I think that's you know just above MSRP, which shows like it's strong, but it's not being scalped. This seems a little funky. I know that uh, Deathmon is super meta, but... Um, I don't think that's the lowest we're going to see. I think it's going to continue to drop. And that's why it's fell to number two this week uh, when you compare it to Yu-Gi-Oh. The four secret rares, um, you can get it for $178.77, which is crazy cheap. Crazy cheap, right? Like, there's, there are cards that you can buy just one for that same price. So, um, I really like uh, I really like the prices going down for Digimon. I hate to say it, but, you know, I'm a fan of that. And then, uh, you... Ha- have 12 cards that break the $15 price point, which is down from last week. So red in every category, uh, but not 
not terrible, right? This is normal. The set is now three, four weeks old. This is a normal cycle. Hopefully you guys have seen this on the Battle Royale. It kind of happens to all of them, right? Number three this week. Dragon Ball Super Ultimate Squad. Again, red across the board. Um, the only thing that is that is carrying this set on its back, and the only thing that has carried this set on its back is Gohan and Piccolo. By the way, I went and saw the movie last week, and it was great. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, it was great. Um, I was afraid of the CGI, and I'll tell you right now, the CGI is still not better than the Brawly movie. The Brawly animation was just top tier. Did but you get like, used to it, watching it? It's not as bad as you think. That's what I'm going to say. I, for some reason, like when, when people record it and share it on TV or on, like on TikTok, it doesn't look, it looks like the frames per second is, it's glitchy, right? But when I watched yeah, it, it looks off. but when I watched it in theaters, that glitch is much less. It's, it's way, uh, way more smooth and that really helped. And the, the story is actually good. Like it has a good story. Um, I just wish they would have changed the animation. But anyways, without that card, this set could be easily be number four. Um, the Gohan and Piccolo is still hanging out in that $190 to $200 price point. When I was on TCG Player today, there's like two listings left. Two or three listings left at that $190. After that, it goes to $200 plus, um, which is right in line with what I've been predicting. Um, I don't think the movie, I mean, the movie's done really well. It didn't have the effect that I thought it was going to have, but it did It did affect the price to, to tick upwards. So not as much as I thought, not as severe as I thought, but it did, definitely did. Um, case price at 620 Think about this, guys. Think about this. Look at this. You have Dragon Ball Ultimate Squad for 620 a case. You have Yu-Gi-Oh! Brand new Tactical Masters Collector Rare set. You're going to get three to four Collector Rares per case on average. Which one would you buy for 650 bucks? You know what I mean? Look at the prices. That's why Yu-Gi-Oh! is taking number one this week because it's cheap. When you compare it to what you can pull and the value you can get, it's the best value on this chart so far. Look at it. Even look at Ultimate Squad. It's been out for like three months and the boxes are $49. Yu-Gi-Oh! on its release week is $52 for a box. You talk about value. Talk about value and money better spent. Yu-Gi-Oh! dominates. I mean, it's got the same prices as a set that's been out for three months. Sometimes it's not about being expensive. Sometimes it's about having the lowest cost of goods, which can be profitable, right? You buy a box for 50 bucks and you pull out a $100 collector rare. You can't do that in any other set right now. You can't do that in any of these sets. So when you think about TCG Battle Royale, it's not always about the best, the most expensive. Sometimes it's just about pure value. What you're getting for the price you're paying. Think about that. All right. Number four this week, still in last place. Pokemon. Pokemon Go. 400 bucks for a case. uh, $402 for a case, um, which is the same as last week. No changes there. A ETB is 4187, which is pretty pretty normal. Um, But it is down from last week. And then the top four cards being Mewtwo's. Dragonites um, and the Radiant Zard. It's at 148.23, which is down from last week. And now there are only seven cards in the set that break the $15 price point. So down in three categories. Um, 
barely holding its place. Lost Origins, Lost Origins needs to come in and uh, save save the day for Pokemon. And that's where things are going to get shaken up, right? You got Tactical Masters. X Record is still hot. It's still, I mean, look at those prices. This when something's expensive, that doesn't mean it's bad. Like, I don't want you guys to think, well, X Record fell to number two. It's a crappy set. No, it's like, dude, it's so good that the prices have gone up that I don't think it's worth buying right now. But people out there obviously are paying that price. It means it's hot. That's what it means. Um, but uh, Tactical Masters, brand new, right? You're going to get Dawn of the Z, brand new. And you're going to get Pokemon Lost Origins, brand new. So the, the Battle Royale is going to get really crazy over the next three to four weeks, but hopefully it'll shake some things up and, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have some new winners. You got anything on that? Uh, nope. Dope. I like Yu-Gi-Oh being in the top spot. Um, pretty surprised about X-Record, to be honest. That's expensive. Yeah, I mean... 90 bucks for a box? Meta? Is it because it's meta or people just like... Well, yeah, yeah. The um, no. The, 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 Pop their mons? Well, the, the top two death mon are like 70 bucks a pop. Uh, so, you know, people want that. Yeah. Um, I mean, is he, is he significant? Death mon? Who's he? He's just meta, dude. He's super meta. Like, he's dominating. Oh. There's not a lot of people that, you know, like when it came out, they were like, wow, he's going to be tough to beat. Um, mm, I see. But when you talk about value, give me a $50 bill. I'm opening up some Yu-Gi-Oh! Dude, when you got a collector rare set, I'm you all have about a twenty. It. You have a twenty-five to thirty-three percent chance on any given box. Twenty-five to thirty-three yeah. percent chance. That's big. Really, I feel like I feel like if I buy two boxes of a collector rare, like if I go to a store and I and they let me buy two booster boxes, I know for sure I'm gonna get at least one, maybe two collector rares if I'm lucky, for sure. Yeah, and we'll talk about it later tonight. I think people are sleeping on collector rares. Because it is the highest rarity you can get in this set. And you have a 25 to 33% chance of pulling it. They're dope. And they're like, they, they pay homage to like, uh, what's it called? Ultimate rares. And ultimate rares have seen some pretty high, is, high prices. Especially for like iconic mo- monsters, you know? It's like, a, well, it's, it's just a perfect balance, right? So people like to hear like, well, what are my odds to pull this thing? Well, you had a 25 to 33% chance on any given box, you can get one. And then there's 15 of them. So you're like, okay, so my odds to get the specific card is even lower, but I got a 25 to 33% chance on any given box. I'm going to do it. Whereas like Dragon Ball, Secret Rare is a case hit. Digimon, Secret Rare is in any box. Every box, you're going to get a Secret Rare. Now, which one? We don't know. Is it an alt? We don't know. But your chances, 25 to 33% per box to get a Collector Rare that beats any Digimon alt art in terms of percentages. And then the return you get back, when you're talking about you can get a hundred plus dollar card off of a 30% shot, those are great odds. Great odds. Uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I I like I like I like Digimon for that reason that you know you're always gonna get something dope, you know? Like any any booster box you get, you know you're gonna get something dope. Same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! You got a pretty good shot against something dope most of the time, unless it's like a star, Starlight Rare set or it's like a filler set or whatever. And Pokemon, it, a lot of people hate on Hidden Fates and all that stuff, but I think it's dope because you get that double hit sometimes. You know what I mean? It gives you a little bit extra shot at right. something. Like, at least for me, like, it was it was dope. Hidden Fates was dope because, like, I know it's it's overprinted and all that kind of stuff, whatever. 
but you know what I mean? Pokemon doesn't do that anymore. Now it's like you're you're out. If you don't get the dope card, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other there's no another alternative, no option, no right. nothing. Yeah. So, I think it's, that's that's why I like a uh, Digimon more yeah. and it's growing on me more because like every booster box I've opened up, I've liked. I've always had a good experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's now with with Digimon, the thing is is that, you know, with this box being $90, if you were to buy a box and let's say you wanted to sell everything you pulled, best case scenario, you pull the Altart Deathmon and you get 70 bucks right off the back. You only have to make 20 bucks back. The chances of you doing that are high, very high, that you'll, you'll recuperate your, all your money. Now, the scary thing is, is if you don't get either Deathmon and you get the other secrets and another alt, now you're probably only going to recuperate 40 to $60. And what do I always say? With Digimon, you're always going to recuperate, you know, that 40 to $70 range. 90 is just a little too high. Unless you get the big hitter, you might be out. This this is one of the few occasions where you don't get your value back or almost all of it back. Um, and, you know, that's that doesn't happen often. I mean, every other set, you, you pay 60 bucks, you're probably going to pull that, like, pretty darn close. You might pull $48, $49 worth of value, but it feels good to be like, oh, I'm out 10 bucks, whatever. You know, I yeah, had fun. yeah. This is one of the few ones where you could pull 40 bucks and be like, damn, I'm down $50. So, and yeah, I didn't, and something and dope, I didn't get I mean, the card I wanted. You get in the booster box, though, and you get something dope. Even if you just get an alternate, it's like textured. You know what I mean? It oh, yeah. Sick. No, they look great. And it, you know, it's got good patterns on it. Same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, it's like, even though you may not get the collect where you want, the texture and the, the hollow like texture that's all over it, it's like, it looks dope. Yeah. Pokemon, you're going to get a hollow. And it's like, what is this? Right. Like, I spent 90 bucks and I have a box full of hollows. Yeah. Like, I got a rainbow rare of a trainer that no one knows about. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Sick. Um, there yep. you guys go. I agree. That's the battle royale this week. Yu-Gi-Oh! Tactical Masters takes number one. X record falls in number two. Ultimate squad hanging on by a thread. Thanks to Gohan and Pokemon go is just nobody cares. Right. Um, so there you guys go. That's it for the battle royale. Cares. Moving on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. All right, covering every Pokemon booster expansion from the beginning. Tonight, we have Pokemon EX Sandstorm. So last week, we covered EX Ruby Sapphire. Dope set. Now we're getting into EX Sandstorm. Something I don't know a lot about. I I say this every week now, right? Which is really cool. Um, I like the box. The box is dope because the Ruby Sapphire fossil Pokemon were sick. Like, I don't know. There was something about them. Both of them are cool, right? Cray Dilly and then what's the other one? Uh, Anaroth, Anarith. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're just, they're both kind of cool. I like them both. Uh, hey, you know what's funny? Until recently, I didn't know, like, I think it was uh, Pokemon Go when I found out. His eyes aren't the red things. His eyes are... <laughs> yeah, they're on the side of his head. Here. Yeah, he looks like an alien. Uh, no, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hmm. Until, I, until Pokemon Go. So that's like, what, two years ago, three years ago, maybe? Right. Yeah. So here we go, guys. Let's get into EX Sandstorm. Take a quick look at the price guide, and then we'll get into the pops. All right. Pretty cheap, by the way. Uh, Look at this. This isn't bad. Like, when you look at a vintage set, this isn't bad at all. Now, TCG players near mint are better, so take it with a grain of salt. You know, you could always pay more money for a mint card, but this isn't bad. You got Typhlosion EX, top card in the set, 90 bucks. 
Now, remember, I believe it was one of the uh, Pommonville brothers that shared the Aerodactyl EX. They're like, hey, should I get this? It's down here. And this is, I had, I had mentioned something that, hey, did you know that Aerodactyl is not even the top card in that set? Look at these other cards that are kind of, you know, valued over him. So that's why I thought it was a good buy. Uh, Typhlosion EX, 90 bucks. Waylord EX, 64. I didn't know he was number two. I kind of forgot about him. Uh, Raichu. Remember a few weeks ago, we were talking to Big Tony about the secret rare Raichu. He was like, should I get this or not? Well, I had made a, a comment that there are better Raichu cards out there. This is one of the coolest Raichu cards I know right here. He goes for 53 bucks. We'll take a look at it later. Uh, Flareon. This is just a hollow, not an EX at $49. Gardevoir EX, $48. Agron EX, $46. Aerodactyl EX, $46. Kabutops EX, $41. Sableye, 39. Jolteon Hollow, 37. Zangoose Hollow, Zangoose Hollow, 26. And Mawile Hollow, 21. Those are going to be the top 12 cards in the set, and then we'll go over them, okay? Not bad. All EX, you know, and this this is the new rarity that I'm going for. Um, if you guys pay attention to the grabs tab, you'll see you'll see me grabbing EX hollows. That's what I'm that's what I've been trying to snag. Um, here we go. Let's take a look at the pops. As a matter of fact, I should have a Sneasel from Ruby Sapphire. It should be here like any day now. That guy's late. It's pissed me off. Okay, yeah. He's not getting good good feedback. No feedback. Um, yeah, it yeah, took, took way too long. It's taken way too long. I bought it like 10 days ago. Yeah, Still not put here. His, put his username out there. Let's cancel him. Yeah, he's done. You're out, he's dude. Done. Drop it in the Devon Course segment. Oh, no. You're out. You're gone. He's gone. Ban that guy. All right. <laughs> Here's here's the pop reports. Let's let's take a look. We have Typhlosion EX with 72 tens. Wait. The other That's thing low. too. Well, check out check out the pops guys again uh lining up with last week. Remember, we looked at Skyridge and Aquapolis and I was like, "Why are there no PSA 8s? Why is everything PSA 10 or 9?" It, that's weird, right? This is kind of more in line with what we were talking about last week. We're like PSA 8s, you know. There's demand there for them, and people are grading them. Um, but here you go. 72 tens for Typhlosion, 42 tens for Waylord, which is crazy low. Uh, 79 tens for the Raichu. Check out the Raichu, though. This is one of the coolest cards on here. Like, that's actually one of the nicer Raichu arts we have. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, you know, I really like... I'm weird. I really like the uh, the Flareon. Hollow? Yeah. I think it's dope. Like, it being a... Because you have to see how all these are like the EX hollow borders. Right. And he's just kind of on his own. Yeah. And there's, yeah. There's only a few cards that have just the yellow e reader border, which is pretty dope. Right. No, it looks cool. Um, the Flareon's got 3010, so he's actually pretty darn rare in that condition. Uh, Gardevoir EX 4210s, and then Agron EX 5710s. Um, looking at this page, I think, I think the Typhlosion pop is so low. Like, look at it. I mean, 72 tens, 212 nines is kind of a lot, but in the big picture, when especially when you talk about all the other sets we've been looking at, right? Think about all the sets we've looking at from the beginning. 212 is actually not that high at all. Um, and I think for me, I'd be looking at the Raichu and the Typhlosion, and this would be one of the few sets where I would actually gun for the number one card because I think the Typhlosion's pretty cheap. I think you can get eights and nines of the Typhlosion for relatively cheap. 
I want to say I want to say I'm watching like an SGC eight right now for like one one twenty. Like it's not crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like this, this is when they stopped using the e-reader, <clears throat> the e-reader like format, right? Like it was like there was kind of mixed, like they were using it and not using it, right? Like the Ruby Ruby Sapphire like era. That's like when they were like. This is the set after Ruby Sapphire. I'm not sure if they have another copy of then, these cards in the standard format. Yeah, because I think they started to phase in just like the standard cards and phase out the e-readers because e-reader was more Aquapolis, Sky Ridge. I'm not sure. And These are e-readers the for sure, ones. though. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm going to have to look, look that up again, but I'm pretty sure like in the Ruby Sapphire era is when they stopped doing the e-readers, and that's why I was like, it's dope. That's that oh. they're still yellow e-readers, you know, because I think yeah. they're starting to phase them out like mid mid Ruby Sapphire. They phase them all out. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I see. OK, well, then looking at the back half. Here we go. You got some sleepers back here, I think. Um, Aerodactyl EX with 72 tens. Kabutops yeah, EX with 72 tens. Sableye Hollow, 14 tens. That's crazy low. Jolteon Hollow, 19 tens. And that's what I'm saying. Like those were those were hit cards back in. Yeah, people like, still uh, liked hollows. Yeah, people yeah, were still in like, the hollows. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm like that's surprising. That's low. That's well, still low. The other thing too, like when you watch people open vintage packs now, like of the of the EX era, it's almost like they know they're not going to get an EX. So when you see a hollow, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, you know what I mean? We got a hit because it's like EX is so mythical. The pool rates must be bad. Because nobody talks about, hey, if we hit this EX, they're like, if we get a hollow, you know what I mean? It's like they don't even count that they can get an EX hollow because it's just a myth, you know? There's no chance we're going to get that, so let's gun for I a mean, hollow. But geez, but I mean, yeah, geez, at this point, like, even if you got a hollow, you have a better chance, I feel, like getting a 10 because you have so much less, like, hollow space. So, like, I mean, in, like, today, in, like, modern day right now, you probably have a better shot. Because it's less hollow. Oh yeah, like, you look at that Jolteon; it's all it's all covered up. He almost looks shiny too. Yeah, he almost yeah, looks like shiny. Greenish. Yeah. Um, the Zangoose with the nine tens, which is stupid low, and then the Mawile with twenty three tens. This Dude, is a cool surprising. set, though. I, that's cool. I don't know. I mean, people really like Gardevoir. I don't care for Gardevoir, but I remember. I don't care for it either. Remember Ruby Sapphire though. Every time you fought your your rival he had he was evolving his Ralts and stuff it's weird yep. Ralts Ralts is nothing compared to Abra so that I think that's for me where I look at them like I'm like you can't touch Alakazam bro yeah like, but I could see people valuing Gardevoir like I value Alakazam for sure especially if it was like their first you know what I mean um yeah but like Waylord it would have been really cool to see um Crap, who was the uh Walrein? Walrein? It would have been really cool to see an EX Walrein in this set. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They because don't have you, one? The, these are the powerhouses of Ruby Sapphire. You got Waylord, Gardevoir, Agron. Oh, maybe just those three. Then you got some older ones like Kabutops, who's been a hollow a million times, Aerodactyl, you know. Similar Pokemon there. Yeah, but even though you don't you don't consider Gardevoir to be like a, a powerhouse, that was a popular Pokemon for that era. Like yeah, it was. it's even carried over to like oh, recent, yeah. like modern because like uh Gallade. Mm-hmm. Gallade Gallade was another yep. Pokemon that like, a lot of people like. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no. I don't know. It's cool. Um this is a very cool set. I think I was looking at Aerodactyl, but I, I think I'm 
I'm kind of set on a Raichu or a Typhlosion, so maybe I'll have one within the next few weeks or so. Um, again, I'm, I'm trying to snatch up EX hollows every time I get a shot. Um, they're cheap out there, guys. Like, they're super cheap. Like, go to eBay. Here, we'll just do it now. We'll do it now. You'll probably see. Let's see here. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, Pokemon SGC EX hollow. Let's see what we got. Like, and then just go to lowest. <laughs> you just go lowest first. And then, like, I'll put a price filter. Like, let's say, uh, here, hold on. Let's say I want to pay, I'll pay, uh, 30 to 50 bucks. Let's see what I got. Here we go. And then I just start sifting. And let's see who the first candidate is. Boom, right here. That's a Swampert 2.5. I would not pay for that. I would not pay 45 for that, but let's keep looking. Okay. Kingdra EX, 49 bucks. Like, that's solid, right? Especially when you look at these raw prices we were talking about. Um, I thought this was cool. This Delta Species uh, Meganium. Really cool card for an 8.5. Let's keep going, though. Let's keep going. Hold on. Let me see if I can find another one. This is what I do, guys. It's literally what I do. This is not a bad card. Um, there's, there's another EX of that Kingdra. That's all that's up there for today. So there, a couple have left the market, apparently. Um, you can do the same thing for CGC, too. I prefer SGC. It's just how I am. But there you guys go. That's a quick look at every Pokemon expansion. Talking about EX Sandstorm tonight. All right. That's it. You got anything else on this? I'm trying to, I'm trying to fact, fact check myself right now. Like when they stopped doing the e-readers oh. cards. I'm looking on a poke collector you know, like going through the sets, so like when they stop doing that style. Yeah. Just, I just don't want to be wrong. I'm pretty sure I was, I was like heavy into this, this era. No, I remember you actually made a, a few and far between time. Yeah. I want to say it was EX Ruby Sapphire though. I don't know if it was like a one-time thing or what, but I remember like, I think you were comparing the Blazikins. Um, yeah, but I'm talking about like the format of like the e-reader. Like, yeah, it was a. It you was were showing a, a the different Blazikins. You were like, "Look, there's this one, and then there's the e-reader one." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. but it, it's still it's still bled into like Sandstorm. I'm trying oh, to see it. where it stopped at. Yeah, yeah, because obviously they still have e-readers here. Like the Flareon's an e-reader. All of them. I are. mean, all the ex yeah. all the ex are all e-readers. But uh, I think it stops like Hidden Legends, but I can't get it to uh to load up. Whew. So ex ex Dragon, they're still. There's still e-readers in that one. Okay. So maybe like a few more sets because it definitely cuts off like here soon where there's no more e-reader stock cards. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving on to Heart of the Cards this week. Here we go. All right. Heart of the Cards. I've been kind of hinting to you guys like I'm high on collector rares. I think, I think they're big. Um... I think if I was collecting any Yu-Gi-Oh, this put a, this should have been the one I would collected more of is collector rares, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, the rarity, like think about this rarity, guys. All right, so it's been published that collector rares are the newest rarity added to to Yu-Gi-Oh, and not only that, but they have a pull rate of around three to four per case. So. Any given box, let's say you have a hot box, a hot case, that's four. That would be a 33% chance you're going to get a collector rare. 
in any box. I would, you have, I would say that's probably about right because like I pull, I've opened up a whole case of a uh, King's Court and that's a collector rare set. Yeah, and I got about like three to four collector rares, I think. Yeah. So, any given box, twenty five percent to thirty three percent, which is when you th- and think about this though, it's the highest rarity in this specific set. Like when you buy a collector rare set, such as Tactical Masters, King's Court, Genesis Impact, Toon Chaos, when you buy those sets. The highest rarity you can pull is a collector rare. They literally made a rarity for collectors. It has it in the name, collector rare. Um, This would be equivalent to pulling like an Altart chase card in Digimon. Or it would be equivalent to pulling, you know, a secret rare chase card in Dragon Ball. The difference is the percentage. The percentage is nuts. The percentage to actually succeed is nuts, right? Your percentage of pulling... A secret rare from Dragon Ball and it be the chase card low, right? Like we know one per case, but then there's three or four of them, right? Like that's, that's tough and you're only going to get one. Collector mm-hmm. rares, you're going to get three to four per case and there's 15 of them. But your odds, if you look at like the cost analysis, right? The, the case price of a Dragon Ball box the case price of a digimon box and then you look at the case price of this let's say tactical masters which was 650 if you pull four collector rares and let's just say they're all you know 70 bucks a pop which is pretty normal for collector rares right let's just say they're 70 bucks you won't even give them 100 right you pull four that's 280 bucks now you might be saying well you're still down like you know 100 percent, right because you paid 650 <laughs> you didn't even make half of that the thing that I'm talking about though is low risk, high reward, right? You did pay, you did pay six fifty, but the reward is insanely high. Um, this is the highest rarity you can get from this box, um, and for Yu-Gi-Oh, it's the cheapest cards you can get with the highest rarity, right? Think about Starlights, think about Ghost rares, think about Ultimate rares, and then think about Collector rares. When you look at these prices that I'm about to share, they rival all those rarities when they're graded. They rival them all. But they have a higher pull rate percentage. So what I'm talking about, like pulling value, you talk about gambling. This is one of the best ways to do it. Look at this. These are, this is just a PSA 10 collector rare search. So I went on eBay, PSA 10 collector rares. Look at this. 325, 671, 721, 642. 260, Crazy. 600, 520. What does that bottom one say? Uh, it says 1,198. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jeez. And that's, that's from, that's Toon Chaos. That's from 2020. Think about that, though. Two? But look at this, though. A, a first edition box of Toon Chaos is like 160. What is that? From? Right? Of Toon Chaos is 160? Yeah. But think about this, though. Is it? I don't think so. I think it's more than that. I think it's like three, four hundred bucks now. No, 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 no. I, I think I just looked it up today. Hold on. You sure? Look. No way, dude. I should go buy some boxes. There's no way. What? Let me see. Maybe you're right. Hold on. I could have sworn I saw that today. Oh, you're right. Three hundred. My bad. I was okay. looking at this one. Unlimited. Whoops. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Let's. But look at this, though. 
That's still good though. 168. But look at this. A, look at the Cyframe. Look at the Cyframe Gear Gamma. First of all, he's super meta, by the way. Yeah, he's uh, you know, yeah, he's super super meta. Yeah. Um even even the the non-hollow yeah. versions of this sell for a ton. Um mm -hmm. but look at the BLS, right? Look at these cards, yeah. guys. You on Sorry. any given box though. Dude, the chaos space, I have like three of those. That's crazy. So, don't look at the raw value is what I'm saying. Don't look at the raw values because if you look at the raw values, you're like, yeah, I bought a case. I got four collector rares. I still didn't make half my money back. What about this? And just like Tony grade said. Them. Yeah, grade them because nobody grades them. That's what I don't get. There's like collector rares have such well, low look, pops, at, look at like, what Tony said. Them. Look at what Tony said. Let's say you get two PSA 10 collector rares out of the four. You're you're in. You're in. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're in. <laughs> you're in. The other, the other two, the other two. If you want, you can keep them. This is why I always get so stoked on collector rare sets because, like, and I tell you guys, like, hey, it's pretty when easy a to win. Set comes out. Yeah, it's pretty easy to win. Just go. It's fun. You will make your money back. Your if odds. You, if you, your odds if, are high. Even if you don't like Yu Gi Oh, if you're a collector, you will appreciate a collector rare. You'll look at it you're like this is a sick, sick card. But then, if you want, you could just send it. And it's PSA, and you will most definitely get. And well, a the good cool thing is though, back. is that these are not not all of these cards are the top cards from the set. They're just randoms, right? Like Chaos Space yeah. is like top five collector rare. It's not. It's not even top three. Dude, you're talking about uh, Arcana Tri Triumph Joker. Like that's not even the the most expensive uh, collector rare. That's in what I'm that saying. Set. But but when you buy a box and you're and you and you can grade a few PSA tens, you are in the green. Big time. Right? Yeah. It's nuts. Like that's crazy. <laughs> you know, you get you get a, the tune Black Luster Soldier, uh, and you get a twelve hundred dollar bill. I'm not you, this is a little late for Tune Chaos. Um, obviously you can see that now. It's a little late for Tune Chaos. But I'm talking about the new sets, right? The newer sets. Cause we tell you guys every time they come out, we're like, hey, King's Court is sick. You should be looking at it. Genesis Impact was sick when it came out. You should be looking at it, right? Like, when it comes out, we're like, guys, now. Which is why I shared Tactical Masters twice now. Guys, yeah. it's sick. Yeah, it's cheap. believe it. <laughs> it's sick. It's just like uh, the, uh, what's it called? The um, Shining Lugia that we shared at the time. Like, same ordeal. We were like, hey, it's got texture. It marks all the boxes. It's the dope. bunny dog like, was what? 640. What does that say? 544 in a 10? Rescue rabbit. Yeah, rescue yeah. rabbit. What does that say down there? I can't see it. Oh, 544 in yeah. a 10. That's what I'm saying. Okay, case is 650 bucks. What are you worried about? You got that's one collector rare. Mm -hmm. You've recuperated 75% of your cost in one card. That's not counting bulk. That's not counting your secret rare hits, your ultra rare hits, or or like the other think, two collector rares you get. Think about this way too. Like if you if you get a whole case, you for sure for sure will have multiple ultra rare sets. Play like sets for sure. Play sets, yeah, for sure. And then wait, I don't think ultra rare comes in collector rare sets, does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. They because do. you have yep. ultra rare. You get, you can get secrets too. Yeah. So you you literally get to make play sets. Which is like, say if you get the hit ultra rare and it's fifteen bucks per card, that's fifteen, fifteen, fifteen in a playset. That's forty five bucks in a playset, not including any other <laughs> like ultra rare that you can make playsets out of that are twenty bucks because it's it's uh, seven, seven, and seven. You know what I mean? So you get yeah. twenty one dollars for the whole playset. 
So that's 60 bucks. That's already one, bo one box down. So that box, you didn't get a collector rare. But hey, you out of these play sets, you just got rid of that one box that didn't have a collector rare in it. And well, now the other two collector rares, say if you have all four that are like dog water collector rares, like they're the worst ones you can have possible. If you grade them and, and three of them come back in a 10, two of them come back in a 10, it will make like probably 400 bucks. You're not going to sell them for less than 100 bucks. You and think, well, think about this too, guys. Just like Tony's saying, that bunny dog card, the bunny, the rescue bunny, he's saying it's like 30 bucks right now. Now, are you going to be able to find one raw on eBay for in a PSA 10 condition? I don't know. That, that, that depends on your skill level. But think about this. You could almost econ that son of a gun for $30. Econ grade it for 30 bucks. You, put, you, you bought the card for 30 bucks. You're $60 in, and it could potentially be 500 plus. Right. And PSA is not going to knock you for that. They're not going to be like, oh, we need to upcharge you because that's rare. Like it's 544. They probably that's negligible to them. Now, if it's like two thousand dollars, they're going to upcharge you. But you shouldn't even be sweating that anyways. You should be happy if they upcharge you like, wow, I got a 10. Um, but when you think about collector rares and then think about all the other Yu-Gi-Oh sets, right? Think about all the other Yu-Gi-Oh sets. Um, you have Starlights. You have Ghost Rares, right? You have Ultimate Rares. The, the success rate to, to pull the chase and then the success rate for it to be a 10 is extremely low. But when you buy a case of a collector rare set, your success rate is like tenfold compared to those. They're so slept on. I don't get it. I don't get the disconnect where people are like, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to grade my collector rare because it's only worth 30 bucks raw. Like they look on TCG player and they're like, 30 bucks? That's all I can get for it raw? It's not worth grading. Nobody's going to like it if it's, it's graded. Like that's, that seems like the mentality that everybody has and it blows my mind. Cause it's like, dude, like just look at ultimate rares. It's basically an ultimate rare without the, like an ultimate rare doesn't even have the hollow texture all over yep. it. It yep. just has texture. It is literally a reborn ultimate rare. Um, and it has the name collector in it. It's, they're giving Still, you the answer. They're giving you the answer. I like, I like that it's cheap. Yeah. I like that it's cheap a lot. And, and yeah, the hit I cards, the hit cards though, just like, um, you know, Droll Lock and Bird, it's like a hundred plus dollars right now, but it, that's also the best card in the set. So it's like, you're not losing, right? Um, you want to pull that card and who cares if it's a hundred bucks? Like that's a good thing. But then even if you get the sleeper $30, you know, like, like chaos space, no one was really caring for that at the time when it dropped chaos space was like 60 bucks for a collector rare. Mm-hmm. You sixty dollar collector rare turns into seven hundred twenty dollar PSA ten. We have not seen this. It, the thing is, is like everyone knows the game now, right? Everyone knows how to play the Pokemon game. Like in terms of grading, you just go buy the Altart Charizard, you grade it, boom, you're done. Digimon, same thing. Go buy the tournament cards, grade high, you're done. Yu Gi Oh, people can't figure it out. They're like, it's like shoot, spread across the board. Yeah, you know what I mean, because like you can hit lottery life like like good good pocket money you get a psa 10 ghost rare psa 10 ghost rare you're getting some good pocket change but that but that's all they know they're just like oh ghost rare 10 yeah, yeah it's like yeah, yeah yeah but then you don't and then, there's and then so many options dude. only only the players only the players who play know about ultimate rares really and like the old Yu-Gi-Oh heads know about ultimate rares you know so most of the time when you're in like a a frankincense you know how many ultimate rares i see and there's just these dudes just walking by like they're like just looking like oh i don't see the i don't see the ghost rare yeah i don't it's see like, blue eyes it's like 
what are you talking about? You're you're, you're here to spend this much money, and you're not going to spend it on that ultimate rare that's right there, or like that, like, yeah. dude, what? You're so yeah. crazy. And, and given most of them are beat, but like they just get passed up, you know, and right. it's just crazy. So the this the idea for Heart of the Cards today is just don't sleep on collector rares. There's a lot of opportunity there. Now you still have to be smart. It's not. It's not like it's shooting fish in a barrel. It's still hard. It's still extremely hard to grade a 10. But when you talk about the success rate of pulling a card from any given box and then the premium that comes with that. Or buying a raw one, buying a raw one off of eBay. If you buy five, you could buy five collector rares for like 20 bucks. I mean, well, 20 bucks each. That's a hundred bucks. You know, and hundred bucks. And you for sure will get a 10 out of those. You know what I mean? And recoup a hundred bucks. Yeah. And the other thing too, though, like. You know, Toon Chaos is a is kind of a bad example because it's older, but this is the Watch example I want to give. This guy was not this price eight months ago. The only no, one, no, 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 he wasn't. The only one that was like that was this one, and this one, but this was sixty dollars. This, uh, no, he, he might have been up right? there. He was a little bit higher. I think he might have been a hundred. Extravagance has always been a, a part of extravagance. Has always been there. It's meta. This was in the seventies though. Part of desires. This one's down. But my point is, like, these this collector rare was not as much. This collector rare was not as much. They they're not by a lot. I'm not saying that they increased a ton. But my point is, like, if like if you listen to what Devin's saying, you buy five like, copies and, and go to TCG player. Go to TCG player. Watch this guys. This go is to TCG, TCG player. And then go to. Um, but what I'm saying filters. is, is if go you to got filters, un- unclick the set and just do collector rare, so it shows all of them, and do lowest lowest lowest. Uh, this was Low definitely price. not fifty bucks. Um, but my point is with this cart with these cards, guys, is that let's say you bought it when it dropped, like maybe just a few weeks, because maybe you watched the battle royale, like maybe three or four weeks after the set dropped, you bought these at their lowest point. Let's say you bought five copies. You don't even have to grade them. You bought five at thirty dollars and they all went up to fifty. You know what I mean? There's even small wins like that, just raw to raw. There's no risk in that. As long as you don't damage it. Um here. Let's see. Uh, take out the set. Yeah, Oops. if you take out the set and, and then just do, just type in like on rarity, just collector rare, and then do lowest possible, you'll find some collectors for like 20, 30 bucks. Doesn't go show. buy, go buy four of them. You know what I mean? Can I do collector rare? Yeah, just do collector rare. And then it should, it should say like Yu Gi Oh underneath. Mm. No. I do it all the time. Like when I, oh. if you just search, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that, in that right there. Yeah, yeah. It should be in rarity. I have rarity. I don't have it. No, no, no. Here, I'll find, I'll find a super low list of one right here. It's, it's crazy. No, but they are low. Like you can go to, you can look at um, Ancient Guardians. Yeah, Ancient Guardians are really low too. Like look at Ancient Guardians. Like the top one's 104 bucks, which is still I think this is a mm-hmm. sick card. Skullmeister is also really cool yeah. too. Um, yeah, like, I have that one. Like look at this, 20 bucks. 17 right there. 17, 17 right there for the Aaron in the yeah 17. Okay, 20 16, bucks. 16. 16. Yep. yep. And we're talking about we're talking about the highest rarity in this set. There's W's there. You the 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 key is that you're getting PSA tens. That's the that's the trick, and that's easier said than done. But it's just stupid easy. But when you're talking about spending a hundred bucks and you got five copies of this card, yep. you're gonna get a ten, and you're gonna and you're not gonna sell that ten for anything less than a hundred. So you recouped your money. 
yeah. if you have two tens in there, three tens, you're in the green. You're done. Ancient Guardians is a good one. Um, another one like you can do Genesis Impact. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's cheap. Top card, eighty five yeah. bucks, cheap. And you know what's crazy is I sold this a one lot went of up. ultra rares from that. Yeah, I, I sold I a lot of one. ultra rares from that set for good money too because it's meta. It's crazy. Like this look at that. they're all in the twenties, fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars for a collector rare. Yeah, Fourteen dollars. And Alistair the Invoker of Madness is actually people like this card. It's actually Dude, crazy. Dope that, too. The color of them is dope. I think the blue, yeah. the red. Sick this card. is actually a popular card though. Like people actually like this character. Um, really? Yeah. Alistair the Invoker. There's all tarts of him and stuff like that that do really well. Uh, but dope. this is a collector rare of him. It's like, dude, what are you thinking? $14? Like, crazy. Mm-hmm. But there you guys go. That's our rant on collector rares. I just don't want you to sleep on them. Um, I'm always excited yeah. when... Cle- like, for me, I don't like Starlight sets as much as I like collector rare sets. They're just... Collector rare sets are fun to I open. Like, it's one of the like few pulling. sets... You- I like pulling Starlights. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the set, though. But collector rare sets are fun to open. They're just, there's something about them. It's like, you just get a good feeling, you know? Yep. Um, there you guys go. That's it on Heart of the Cards this week. We What do we got? Oh, we got uh, Kaiba Corp coming up. Kaiba Corp. Yeah. Here we go. Dude, this one's dope. This one's dope. All right. All right, guys. Welcome to the Kaiba Corp segment. This is a segment where we talk about cards that are Extremely exclusive and unique um, to Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, cards that would fit inside uh, Kaiba's suitcase. So here we go. Let's jump into this segment. We got um, today is a card that is very, very, very rare. Like this card is nutty rare. Like it's, you can get it graded through PSA, which is dope. Ooh. Um, but there's only three in existence, which is nuts. There's, there was a hundred made. So the, the way you got this card is you got it through the, uh, the jump novel um, lottery. It was a jump novel lottery prize. So this is kind of like considered a lottery um, card. Okay. So anyways, along with the lottery, it was also a competition. So like it was like a music or like a sound competition or something like that, that Yu-Gi-Oh was doing for like the soundtrack or something for their, uh, their manga or like their anime that was coming out or something like that. They were, they were doing some type of campaign to raise like more like awareness for this, for Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh-huh. For the novel. So in doing that, they made a prize for the seventh, um, the seventh place winners, which was a hundred of these dump novel telephone cards. So this is actually like a, um, called a telephone card, I guess, like in Japan, I guess telephone cards are pretty popular. Um, hmm. but this right here is Yu-Gi-Oh's, um, let me pull up some info here, because there's not much, like when you go online, there's not much info on these things, um, but like I said, I did all the fact checking and they are real, and I found them on PSA and everything, there's only three graded, there's one seven and two tens, um, but let me pull it up here, yeah, so it's on Yugipedia, so you guys can go look it up yourself, yeah, there's seven different prizes, um, there were like different prizes. Like third, the third place prize was a Sony Walkman. So that's how old this is. Um, this is nice. back in the Walkman. September 1999. So pretty old, September 1999. And there's only 100 of these made. That's a dope but There's only card. three, three graded in, uh, in PSA. The cool thing on PSA, though, is that 
under the the pop report um i believe it's it's the creator's name like it's not it's not even categorized as like oh i see en zero zero whatever or like jump novel telephone lottery prize like you can you can type that in the search bar and find the uh the pop category but when you click on the actual thing the card description itself like the creator's name which is dope and if a lot of you a lot of you guys don't know you know he passed away you know he's he's not with us anymore so that's dope into Yu-Gi-Oh. and uh i think these cards here are super super dope especially since there's only three that are graded in existence i think that fits kaiba's case perfectly but uh again there's only a hundred of these given out um in the uh find it it's called the you got your phone mm-hmm. next to your mic yeah is that, am i tearing it up I yeah know. So it's it's called the Fine Music Gear Present, and that's that's basically what was like translated what is it from called? the uh, Japanese. The Fine Music Gear, Fine Music uh, Gear, yeah, and then uh, Present. What? Fine Music yep. Gear Present. Yep. So it was like this. Uh, it was a competition, I guess. So it was a lottery held in commencement of the release of Yu-Gi-Oh novel. It was a competition uh, oh, okay. advertised in the Jump Novel Volume 16. Yep, that's that's a novel. Obviously, I had the picture right there too, but yeah, pretty dope. Um, super exclusive card. Again, it's super sick. Yeah, there's the Yugipedia right there. So that's all the information on it. That's all I could really find in terms of like that's what it, it is yeah. and how you got it. That was it. But uh, Dang. yeah, go on, go on a uh, on PSA's website and and. You could just type in like a Yu Gi Oh 1999 um, jump novel lottery, and there's only three. There's one seven and, and two tens, which is just dope. Let's take a look. I should say should say Yu Gi Oh 1999 once it pops up. Phone right card. there, yeah, yeah. Novel phone card. Boom, three, and then look. Boom, How are right two there. Two tens greater than that. Isn't that crazy that the two tens graded in that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, super crazy. What in the world? Yeah, there nuts. it is, guys. Super nuts. Um, I don't think any of them have sold, and I, and I couldn't find any of the. I mean, I don't know who would PSA, want to sell. Yeah, the PSA graded version of them. I've only seen um like the magnetic cases that people have, and then like a few people holding it raw like this. Those That's are it. sick. Yeah, super sick. So uh, there it is, guys. The Jump Novel 1999 uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Telephone Cards. Super dope. Only three in PSA existence. Nice. All right, guys. Dope. And that Good does it for the Capricorn segment. What do we got next? We got Digimon this week. Here we go. Digimon. All right, guys. We have to talk about it. Um not much on the, the Digimon news that I wanted to talk about this week. So I thought we should take a look back into Digi Battle. Um, and there's something that, you know, I haven't figured out yet. Something I, I still think about and I'm trying to put the pieces together, but I know that something's not right. Um, and it's with Digi Battle. Um, I think it was maybe, maybe a month or two ago. Maybe a month or right before we talked to Ryan, um, I think it was CT or maybe someone, someone asked like, hey, 
I know the Digimon prices are rising, but why isn't the popularity rising? Something to that effect. And I was like, well, you know, it's going to, obviously it's going to take someone bigger than, than I, than me to kind of push it past, right? Like there's only so much that, you know, I can put out. There's only so much that Jake can put out. And it's like, it's going to, we need more people putting out, <laughs> um, then we need people, someone like me. Well, rather than, yeah, I mean, my point is though, like <laughs> it's going to take, it's going to take more people putting in to the hobby than people cashing out. And that's something that I'm noticing with Digimon. Um, you go on eBay, you know, and, and it's all, it's normal. I think it's all normal. I, I've explained this before. You know, if you were looking 24 months ago, prices were way different than they are now. There's a spotlight on Digimon. However, however, one thing I've noticed is that you don't see a lot of digi battle collectors. There's not a lot of digi battle collectors, but there are a ton of digi battle sellers. And I think something that we're seeing right now is uh we are we are seeing we are seeing people cash in on Digimon because they see the price point. But we are not getting the contributions to justify that price point. There is there's not enough interest to cash in on what people want. And uh you know, I think Jake's touched on this before. You know, Digimon's just not as popular as as it needs to be. It's just not as big. I know our Discord loves Digimon. I know that. Um I know that the handful of us in there are like diehards for this stuff. But the truth is there's not enough people contributing to the digi battle pot. And so the, the open interest where people are like, I need to go find this stuff. I want some is not there because there's no one's promoting it. Right. Everyone's selling their stuff. Everyone is. Um, you go on, you go on, nobody, you, if you go on Instagram or, or, or TikTok, people are selling. Sell, 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 sell. And this is for any any hobby, right? It's for Pokemon. It's for Dragon Ball. The truth is, we're all here to sell, right? Most of us are, not all of us, but most of us are here to sell. The difference is, is that there is no foundation for Digimon, right? It was just, it was just three or four months ago, people didn't know what rarities were the best in the hobby, right? Like, we still have this ongoing debate of gold versus hollow. Um, we still have this ongoing debate of, you know, well, what's the rarest card then? We can't even agree amongst each other what the best cards are. When you look at other hobbies, look at Dragon Ball, look at Pokemon, look at Yu-Gi-Oh! It's pretty commonly known what the chases are, what's good, what's not good, and what's respected, you know what I mean? And, and people, there's a general understanding. You also have fanatics. You have Dragon Ball fanatics who have every card there is in Dragon Ball and can tell you everything about them. You have Pokemon fanatics who have master sets of base set, fossil, rocket, jungle, right? Um, You also have, you know, fanatics in Yu-Gi-Oh! who have every ultimate rare there is and know every single tournament card there is. They, what do we always talk about in, in the Poketower commandments? There's one thing that Digimon's missing. No story, no glory. There is nothing compelling for people to collect this stuff. The only compelling thing is, is that someone sees a price tag on eBay and they're like, I think I have one of those. I'm going to sell it. And we're at this point right now. We're at this point. 
It's part of the reason why you guys see me sharing. You guys see me sharing all my PSA 10s. Not just the foil, not just the gold. The non-hollows too. I've been giving them some love. Because if we ever want this hobby to grow and people to actually want to collect it, you can't just say War Greymon's the guy and that's it. It won't work. It will not work. There's just not enough interest. There's not enough supply to keep everyone happy. We need more people who actually want to collect Digimon. Selling is secondary, tertiary to that, right? You got to collect it all, which is why I've made it my mission to grade every freaking Digimon card I have. I'm literally going to master set series three, four, and five graded. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Will I have every foil and every, no, I probably won't. I probably, I don't want to, I don't really, I really don't want to do that. But my point is I will have every card. I will have complete sets, whether or not they're master sets. I'm not sure, but I will have complete sets. I already do. Um, but if you want to ask the question, why isn't Digimon exploding? You know, I spent all this time buying these expensive cards. What's going on? You're going to have to ask yourself, what have I done to contribute to, to put this hobby in a good light, right? Um, what, what can you do? What have you done? Have you shared your favorite cards? Have you graded all of your Digimon cards? Like, have, do, do you take pictures and share this stuff with people? Like all that stuff has to be put out right before, before the price tag ever comes. Um, and people, you know, they just don't, they don't see that. I mean, we could, we could do it right now. Like, look at this guys, you know, look at this. Let's go to eBay. Did you battle? Look at this. That's mine. We all know that. This guy's, he's cool too. Don't worry about him. These ones have been here a while, but what I want, I want to show you like, look at this stuff. This card has not sold and I don't know how long. This card, these cards, this guy has literally tried to sell these cards 20 different ways. They, they don't move. This guy just got this card last month. He's already trying to sell it. Same story here. Just bought it. Just bought it in freaking June. Guys, I know. I know for a fact that this guy bought this in June, graded it, and now look, he's just flipping it. Nobody's collecting this stuff. Nobody is collecting it. Most of these cards you see here just got graded. Just got graded. This guy cannot sell his Black War Greymon. It's been there for months. Right? Look at this. There's no grounds for this. He's he's charging 1700 bucks for a complete set. There's no foil in here. There's only two gold stamps, I believe. Well, there's actually there's a handful. One, two, three, four, five. Five gold stamps in there. That's not worth 1700 bucks. People are just throwing out absurd prices now. And I'm telling you, I think it's chasing people out. And the reason I say that, I, I, I say that with, with some like evidence. I've had a handful of people tell me legitimately like man i wish i could afford you know just one of those cards that you have and you know i don't have the, I, I i don't have the money to pay for that part of me feels bad you know because it's like you know well i was buying these cards a long time ago i've been stockpiling for a while and i've been telling you guys for for some time you know hey like stuff's getting expensive <laughs> you might want to get on sooner than later but on the same hand i'm actually holding this stuff like i'm collecting it right? It's, it's staying with me. Um, I sell some of my worst copies 
But you guys got to understand, I have three to four, maybe five copies of some cards. So I'm in a place where I can get rid of the extra and I can also hopefully set a healthy market for it. But you look at some of this stuff, like people are just throwing out prices they don't even know. Um, and it's scaring people away. It doesn't scare us away. I know, I know a lot of our guys, you know, like JT, Chris, right? Even like Tony or like Eric, you know, a lot of those guys, they will pay good money for the Digimon cards because they understand what's going on. Um, but those people are too few and far between. There's just not enough people that are saying, hey, I will pay 150 bucks for a foil that's bent in half, right? There's just not a lot of people that'll do that. Um, and I think, I think the money came before the collecting with Digibattle and it has really put a, put a damper on some momentum that we did have, right? I thought, I thought Digibattle was on the high rise, but when you look at it, I think too, too many people, and I'm not saying it's us, but if you just, just take a quick look on eBay. All those guys that are selling their Digimon cards, they're not collectors. Like, who do you know? Who do you know besides Digimon Forever and myself <laughs> that actually collect Digimon cards and, you know, are selling them? They're just all sellers, right? Hardly any of them collect this stuff. And uh, it's, it's, um, it's put us in a weird spot, and it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. You know what I mean? Because um, I don't, I don't want to feel... I don't want to feel like I led you guys down the, a bad path. It's like, hey, I bought all this Digibattle, you know, and it, and it and if you bought it for the for the, I don't know how to say this. If you bought it for the specific, you know, like I'm going to sell this. I always told you, you know, like there's a chance that this could pop off. I never said it would. It's on the rise, but I never said it would ever rival the popularity of Pokemon or Dragon Ball, whatever the case may be, Yu Gi Oh. Um, but I can tell you, like things right now. There are too many sellers. There's just too many sellers and there's just not enough people sharing how cool these cards are. So that's why, you know, you'll see me sharing a non-hollow, right? Like a, a PSA 10 Stegomon non-hollow. I'm sharing that so people are like, hey, did you know this card even existed? Did you know this is a thing? Right? Like today I shared Barrowmon. Does anyone know who Barrowmon is? Right? So I'm trying, my outreach is to just share these cards, show you guys that there's a ton of stuff out there, but to be honest, you know, like more people need to do it. It can't just be me. And I'm not saying that you guys need to, but I'm saying if you're wondering why, if you're wondering why things are the way they are, it's because there are too many people that are into selling that aren't collecting, right? They're sellers first. That's the, di- that's the difference between us and those guys. You guys will see that, right? That's the difference between a lot of us. My collect, my digi battle collection is like five times the size of what you see for sale on on my eBay, right? So there's a there's a difference there. <laughs> like, you, you, the small portion you see on eBay is nothing compared to what I'm actually holding, right? Whereas other guys are just gutting, you know, hey, oh, more Greymon sells for 800 bucks. I'll go get one and I'll sell it. Like, that's not my first thought. I'm holding on to like half a dozen more Greymons. You know what I mean? Um, So just something to think about and something to consider, you know, if you're compelled, maybe start sharing your collection, right? That, that, that would be the good thing for the hobby is to share with people what you like, why you like it. And, you know, it can only do good things. It can only inspire people to be like, hey, I want to collect this stuff. Guess what happens when people say they want to collect stuff? They will likely pay money for it, right? There's a reason to do it when there's a desire. But when you just say, hey, this is rare 
and this is the price you'll pay because you can't find it anywhere else, I think you're going to scare people away. And that's kind of really what I wanted to touch on today. You're just kind of nodding your head over there. I don't know what you're thinking. But, uh, <laughs> no, so I, I, no, I, I, I totally agree. It's a tough I place to be in. Hop, I would hop into Pinky Pond. It's just, it's, it's always been above. I can barely hear you. Oh, I would hop into Digimon, but it's always been above my price point. It's always been like for the mons that I want, like I've always felt <clears> the Digimon. You know what I mean? Like it's unfortunate because, like we've always said, like I, it's not that I like, it's not that I like the rarest part of the set. You know, it just, it just happens. It just happens. Right, right, right. The yeah. mons that I like are like are more popular. Yeah. More popular or like. They're not even that popular. Like Stingmon, he's one of my favorite. Probably my favorite. Like they had more Stingmon cards. I'd be deep. I don't know what it is, but as a child, you're breaking up a lot. Uh, there you go. Uh, as a child, like Stingmon was like my was like my mon. Like that's what like I really remember from Digimon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Like I just I've always I've always had like that that sour taste towards Digimon, like old Digimon. Oh yeah. Like getting a, a Stingmon hollow. Like he's always been unreachable. There's always been some dude, only one, only one dude who's selling it. And it's like some, some astronomical number. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. just because you're the one dude that's got it. You know what I mean? Got the Stingmon. And yeah. then that one dude sets a whole trend for the rest of the dudes. And it's like, yeah. he's not even that popular. He's not even that popular of a card. Right. He's and, not even, and the thing is, he's not even that big of a message Digimon, them. but like for me, look, you could message them. You could message them and be like, look, dude, um, you know, this card's worth about this. I've been tracking the, the data on it, like this, that, and the other. And they'd be like, well, I don't even know what this is. I just, I just know that they sell for a hundred bucks. It's like, you don't know anything about this. And you, you know, and that's the people you're running into, right? That's why I call it like, yeah, you got, you got, yeah, you got stigma, like, or like the, uh, the Japanese, like, uh, inserts in the, uh, in that in that old that one set that animation set or whatever it is like the uh you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah those those cards right there like those are dope right up my alley wizard mon and stuff like that like i was super stoked on those and even though they weren't that expensive i i uh hit up the dude on one of my offers and he's like nah i'm like dude i'm asking for like five bucks off of this thing what are you talking about what do you mean no how many dudes how many people are hitting you up on this thing how many people hit you up for this wizard mon probably yeah. not a lot right but you you want to hit your you want to hit your thirty five forty dollar pr- price mark like, dude come on, mm-hmm. like it's like that's that's so greedy. Yeah, it you know is. What I mean, um, like it's, it's just it's just nuts. And and I've I've said it before. You know, you could probably clip a half a dozen times. I've said it, but uh, I'm all for the rise of Digimon. Like I'm 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 all for it. But it has to be done ethically and it has to be done the right way. And I'm willing to concede. Like if the interest is not there then the price point will never be there. That's, that is a real thing. That's just real life. That's how it is. But my thing is, is that a lot of these... People are demanding it, though. Exactly. You know? These Digimon sellers just think that it should be that way because, well, it's vintage and, uh, you know, it's... It's, uh, my own, it's the only Stingmon Hollow on the market. Second, and it's it's like, second to Pokemon and uh, you, you won't find it anywhere else. And it's like, you're just pushing people away. You, and, it's, and it's always in their descriptions, too, like... Only one on only one on eBay I've seen in like five <clears throat> years. It's like, <laughs> why are you pushing this so hard, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you pushing this so hard? Like, I know my Digimon because because of you. And it's like this Stingmon ain't that popular, you know, or like whatever card. It could be a Metal Guru Mon, which is another one of my favorite. And it's like, hey, I get it. He's a very popular card. 
but at the same time like you're asking a nutty price for something oh, yeah. that's like you could you could pot you could take 200 bucks because it's kind of it's kind of damaged i might get a psa six or seven on that you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i'm asking to get it for 100 bucks and someone like me would share it like hey look at my metal glue on and you're just holding it on your your ebay for yeah a you premium. know and, and digimon like digimon sales right now for digibattle at least are like sludge they're slow they're at a dead stop um, and this is what I was telling you guys before, right? With the whole auctions and the shill bidding and like you're seeing cards sell for $4,000, $3,500. I'm telling you guys, without a doubt, that's like, I'm almost 90 something percent positive that was fabricated, right? Because you just don't see that being replicated. Not even close. Not even that dude's friends can get close to selling that much. Um, and I think, uh, you know, it was... It fooled a lot of people, and uh, that's why I made stuff like the price guide and stuff like that, so we can get a get an idea where this stuff is actually at, not what people are telling you should be at. But um, you know, I would like to see the collecting being put before the selling, right? Um, shoot, I mean, I didn't sell my first Digimon card until almost two years after buying them, so I'd like to see people put the collecting first and actually share the stuff, like. Where is this stuff going, right? No one's, you just don't see it. And I follow all the Digimon stuff. Like, <laughs> you can follow the Digimon hashtag and you just won't see it. Um, people just aren't sharing the stuff. And I think, you, I don't want to call you, I don't want to call anyone influencers, but s there has to be more people. There has to be more people like us that'll put this stuff out if you want the interest. You want the interest? You want to sell? The, the legwork should have been done to make people want this stuff. Right, they don't want it because there's no there's no story, no glory. We talked about this. Um, that that's why that's it's why crazy. it's part it's of the like, commandments. It's like, it's like they're just it's like they're just flowing off of uh the Pokemon the Pokemon yep. hype and stuff. You yeah, know what I mean like because because this Digimon battle is the first of its stuff, and because it is rare, it's rare. This Hollow is rare. This gold this gold text is not as rare as the Hollow, yeah. and they've made all these rules. Like there's so much like. They're all isms. They're all isms. Are, yeah, isms. And people are just like piggybacking off of that yep. Pokemon hype of the, of the base set box selling for this. And they're like, well, if they're going to get that premium for theirs, I want a piece of the cake too. And it's like, thanks, dude. You're ruining it for everybody. Yeah. So, I, you know, I get it. I get it. And I feel you guys. Um, and people, I'm telling you, like, good amount of people have told me, like, man, I would, I would buy that stuff if it didn't cost an arm and a leg, you know, and uh, I, I just, I can't compete. That's how people feel. But at the compete. same time, like for, for collectors, like for like the, the real collectors that are collecting this stuff that don't mind holding it in their collection, you, you, you for real have like, let's for lack of better words, you for real have an asset, something that is going to do well with time Oh yeah, because this is going to be something that you're not going to be able to get. It's going to, it's going to continue to have a low pop. It's going to be something that's like cherished by somebody else way right. down the line. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Sure. Like, Hulu, Hulu, and Digimon Adventure and all that stuff is still very real and out there. It's it's promoted on Hulu. You know what I mean? You see it as soon as you go to the anime, the anime page, and all the kids growing up nowadays they see it too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like there's gonna be someone out there that's gonna come through that's a collector just like you. That's like yo, I'm gonna pay that premium just mm -hmm. like you paid right now. Yeah, and uh, you know until then I'll just keep spamming PSA. PSA shares my cards all the time now, so that's one thing we have on Dude, our really? side, guys. Oh that's yeah. Dope. Dude, I get tagged like it's once nice. or twice a week by PSA. That's and they're it. just sharing the Digimon cards. So, I mean, and it's done a lot of good. I, it can only do good, right? That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be sharing the stuff we like with people. Not just, you know, 
selling it on eBay. So, um, there you guys go. That was my piece on that. Something I've been thinking about, you know, there's, there's lots of different factors, right? The economy's so, trash right now too. So like, that's part of it, you know? Um, yeah. but just something, something to think about and something to consider. And then, uh, you know, next time you question yourself, why isn't Digimon popping off? Think about the contributions that have been made to grow it. There's not a lot, not a lot of contributors, a lot of sellers, not a lot of contributors. All right. That's enough for Digimon this week. Moving on to Dragon Ball. Here we go. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, guys. That was funny, Nate. It's not a light flex. It's a, it's a truth. You guys see it all the time. You guys even, you're like, hey, Greasy, did you know you're on the page? That's not me. <laughs> people people are like, hey, here's your card, dude. I'm just telling the truth. Oh, my gosh. I won't say anything anymore. Never mind. <laughs> I'll never say that PSA tagged me ever again. All right. Here we go. Dragon Ball this week. We're going to be talking about the uh, the new set, Dawn of the Z. We all know that Dawn of the Z is going to have a God Rare in it. And it's rumored to be this card that you see right in the middle. That's Bardock, Origin, Origin of Legend. So, there are three secret rares in this set. You have the Goku, which is off to the right. You see the Goku on the right hand wow. side for three fifty on a pre order. Wow. You have this is remember the secret the uh, the God rares are alternate arts of a sequ- of one secret rare. Okay, so the God rare this Bardock is actually an alternate art of a secret rare that's in this set. Um, the case price for this Zenkai series set one is uh thirteen hundred bucks. Um, that's actually, I mean, they, it seems like they're preparing. They're preparing for this God Rare deal. Uh, I would, I would expect that you're going to see a God Rare probably debut at fourteen hundred to sixteen hundred dollars. That's probably where it's going to debut at, and that'll probably be for a day or two, and then the market decides after that. Um, but talking about this. This what, this god what's rare. What's the pull rate of a god rare? Like in a in a case? They're they're saying they're saying one in every three to four cases. Oh, just like the Vegeta, like people. Yeah, yeah you had to open like hey, thirty. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know about the Vegeta. Thirty six like, to forty eight boxes before you get one. Holy cow! So Vegeta, no if you guys didn't know, Vegeta actually debuted around fifteen hundred to seventeen hundred. That's I was gonna when, say, like, if you if he was if it was like one in every two cases, I might gamble that 50-50, but one in every three to four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. Nice. Um but let's take a look at this Dawn of Disease. Just a real quick look at the God Rare here. And let's see. Dragon Ball Super previews Dawn of Z Legends Bardock Secret Rare. So this is the secret rare right here. And then obviously you guys have seen the Altart God Rare, and I think it looks dope. Um, there's a handful of us in the cord that said that this is not as cool as the Vegeta and probably won't sell for as much as the Vegeta. I don't know. I'm, I think I this think is eight hundo. I think eight hundo. That would be interesting. I'm not going to lie. That would be interesting. So here we go. New era is dawning for Bandai's Dragon Ball Super. The long running Unison Warrior series block has wrapped up the new Zenkai series block launching in September with the series of promo cards started X and full expansion. Okay. The self-titled Dawn of Z Legends, with its full name being Zenkai series Dawn of Z Legends, is the 18th main set, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's take a look at the secret rare. 
There you go. So you have the epic scene of Frieza. And pretty much this is the part where Bardock, you know, he gets got. He sacrifices himself at this point um, when Frieza's getting ready to nuke uh, Planet Vegeta. Dude, I'm so upset that this is the new set. Like, other than other than the uh, the SSB, like, Kaoken. No, no, no. There's some sick Goku. cards. There's some. Hold on now. There's some sick cards. Dude, there better be. This is upsetting. No way. For, Bardock is sick, by the way. No, trash. I think what you're trash. forgetting. Look at this. Bardock, trash. origin of the trash. legend. Trash. Hold on. Origin he got of the got. legend. He got got. That's like Broly's dad. You know what I mean? That's like saying like that's like making a god rare of Broly's dad. Yeah, but he he made Broly though. No, 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 Sick. no, 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 no. But he no, got no. got by Frieza too. Well, Broly's got Broly's got different. <laughs> Broly has different lore than Goku. You know what I mean? But like, this, he got, got. but this is the exact scene though. Like this is like where like he like literally tried to fight Frieza's death ball right here. Um, and then it's got Goku in the back right here. Pretty sick. Um, but check this out. I don't know. Think about this. Think about this. Oh, see, I thought that was Bardock in the No, back. That's, that's Goku. Kinda cool. That's kind of yeah, it is Goku. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. That's what I'm saying. They tie it all together. Yeah. All right. That's kind of cool. All right. Um, and the thing about it though, so the thing about it is pe- people want it to look flashy and look fancy, but like just like Digimon. You know how Digimon has the gold stamp? That's it. It's very plain, very, very like to the point. It's like, hey, no foil, just gold. That's what I like about these God Rares. Even the Vegeta God Rare, right? It's not like crazy flashy. Like it has some texture to it. It's got some three dimensions. But like, look at this. It's just got some gold stripes here, right? You're crazy. The Vegeta God Rare look like no, and it has like the gold cards they get from the tournaments, right? But it looked like almost all gold. No, this also has it too. His hair. This also has it too. You can see the same thing. It's the same foil, um, the same texture layout. I'll show you. Let me see if I can find it. Because I didn't see it in person, but that Vegeta God Rare, that thing was blinging. And no, it when it hits the light, it totally does. Yeah, like the only thing that's that's colored Hold is on. his hair. Hold on. Hold on now. Wait a minute. Just like this. Let me show you. Just like I this. Got look at look at dude. That's nuts. You have the gold foil right here. One, two, three, four, right? And then again, look, it's not blinging. It's got the same, same exact looks here. Now, you're probably saying, well, it had texture on it. It does. It has this circular texture thing that kind of like fans out like this. The Bardock also has that. It's right here. It fans out just like I this. But look. It. I see it. I'm zoomed in on it. I see it. I now, see the texture. Right. It's in there. And that, that's probably just a bad picture. But let me see if I can find another picture of that Bardock. I don't think we can yet. Um, but th- remember, this is what it looked like. This is what the Vegeta looked like when we first saw it. Like, and I and I remember I was like, it's not like. See, there's a there's a look at the see look more looks more gold, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, way yeah, more gold nutty. than that. Look at that. It's got some yeah, shine yeah, to yeah, it. That's not a good picture. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So that's what that I'm saying. That looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's dope. It's got some eye appeal. Now. Yeah. You may not like Bardock, but I'm telling you that when you talk about a God Rare, the way I envision it is that they are featuring characters that are staples of this show so far. And this is a card that kind of entails Goku's story, like all right here. Like, this is big for Goku collectors. Now, is it better than the Vegeta God Rare? I don't know. I kind of, 
Dude, Vegeta God Rare was a dope thing. One, he mastered his, his his Super Saiyan Blue, which Goku didn't do, which made him unique. Sick. And they even they even they even focused on that point of him him having his like super blue hair right in the card. And then on top of that, so that that's a that's a iconic transformation for Vegeta. And then on top of that, it's from a period of like Dragon Ball Z of when he did that the Majin Vegeta when he did the destruction move on himself against Boo, and he couldn't control it and he. Got blasted to smithereens. Right, right, right. And then they bring yeah. him back and determine the power at the next part, and he's and he can. No, I get all it, like, that. I get all of it. I don't know. I think the Vegeta's way better. I get it all. But the argument was that it's not going to sell for as much, and honestly, I don't know the reason why. I don't think it does. Look at look at the Goku already positioning himself to be a four hundred dollar card. That's a sick one. It I is, like that one. but. It's going to be hard when nobody pulls yeah. this. You, Dude, I'm, I'm thinking 800 bucks. I'm thinking like eight, 900. Well, that's what I thought. I was thinking, I was thinking Vegeta was going to be 800 to 1200. He ends up debuting really? 15 to 17. And the thing yeah, is, do you think that people are just trying to sell early and get their money back? because they bought a bunch of cases. I mean, they bought one case and they're trying to get their 300 bucks back. What? You know what I mean? This? Like they're trying to make a three hundred dollars profit. No, I'm talking about all the God rare. You said Vegeta, the Vegeta got red sold for fifteen hundred. Uh, no, I well, I think those were just card distributors who weren't selling product, and they just ordered because you you don't pay you don't pay thirteen hundred for a case wholesale. No, no. So it's like however much. Yeah, they're they're up they like they're up like three x when they make that sale. Um, mm-hmm. so I think they were just like, we're not going to sell the customers. We're just going to open it all and get that God rare. <laughs> like that's our business. So what, right what, did he, what did he study out? What did he study out to Vegeta after like the first week? Um. He's still around two thousand something dollars. Oh crap! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But did he, but he come down at all? Like after people got open, like, no, no, open, no, like, no, 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 no. Oh, he just no, kept going no, up. No, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, look. So he never went down from fifteen hundred. He just kept going up. Yes. Didn't go down to thirteen. Yes, didn't dude, go down look. to twelve. Look, dude. Holy crap! This is when this is when I bought down here, and look. This was probably one yeah, sale right here. Crap. One sale. No, yeah, even no, even one sale. That's still at fifteen fourteen. That's still not yeah. even below. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I think Dragon Ball collectors and and scalpers. I'm going to say it and, and scalpers respect this rarity uh, because it's super hard to pull. Um, and I think that's that's not that's on par with the Vegeta card. Is all I'm saying. Is it Dude, better? I'm, I'm yeah, not I'm, saying that. I'm not saying I'm it's better. That's pretty cool. But I think this art I think this artwork is comparable. It's comparable. You know, like if you're a Vegeta fan, you're gonna say the Vegeta God Rare is better, but this is dope. Like Dude, I'm a Goku fan and I think the Vegeta is better. This looks but like this one's dope. No, it, right. It blings, it blings, but is it better than the Vegeta? I don't know. I, I think it's I think I think you could see this card anywhere from fourteen to seven hundred seventeen hundred dollars. I think that's where it's gonna be. Oh shit. Now is it going to open up to 2K? And because, I mean, it got up to 2,500 raw at, at one point. See, here it is. Look, 2,500. Oh, my God. Like, this is not a rarity to be joking around with. It's really hard to pull. I don't, and I know, like, it's that effect when you see it posted on social media. Like, oh, my God, everyone's got Vegeta God Rare. Like, oh, look, Greasy even had two copies. But I had to go out of my way to get those. You know what I mean? I did not pull those. And anyone, anyone who's getting these on TikTok and stuff, like, 
you got to remember the algorithm is feeding you what you want to see. So if you want to see God rares, you're going to see God rares. But they're not that common. They're not. They're very, very hard to get. Um, I just think this is a great follow-up to the Vegeta God Rare. That's all I'm saying. Now, if it was that Goku, it would have been broken. If it was Gohan, it would have been broken. I think a lot of people took to Gohan's transformation. Oh, yeah. It just it was quick in the, in the movie. Well, you know, what, you know what, though? I think, I think uh, Dragon Ball Super has some retrograde to do with the Gohan Beast. And once they clear it up and give people like the story behind Gohan Beast, because they just, he just evolved and that was it. And we're like, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, we need some explaining here. Once they get a chance to explain Gohan Beast, it's game. If they ever but make Gohan one, Beast game. is just his, it's just his like, uh, it's just his like, his emotions like that are his human emotion like mastered, right? It's like him actually That's, controlling it, not just like, yeah, pretty much. That's kind of like, nasty. yeah. Yeah, but they don't really. I don't know if you watched the movie yet, but it's very brief. Uh, oh, so they do have a slight explanation of like why? No, there's only there's only clues there's only clues in in Dragon Ball Super Tournament of Power. If you pay attention, he drops a couple clues, but no, they don't really explain how he got it. <laughs> they don't explain what it is and why why it developed that way. Like it would be much better if Weez or Beerus. We were able to experience Playing it, it like, oh, yeah, we know yeah, what's yeah. going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, this is another form of the human that we've never yeah. seen. And it, yeah. it's mixed with this Saiyan side. Yeah, they need, they need that. But I just think, my opinion is, is this is a great follow-up to the Vegeta God Rare. You know what? I agree. I agree. After seeing that other picture, it does it more justice. And I, I do agree. Because it does have Goku on it. And Bardock, Bardock is on a lot of, like... Secret rares and SPRs, which is crazy. Like, well, he's let's let's think for, about this part too. You guys, character. you guys are forgetting all the stuff. You're forgetting. Dragon Ball always gives you the answers. They always give you the answers. They get and they do it beforehand. They always foreshadow everything. Don't be surprised if Dragon Ball Super opens up in 2023. The Moral Arc, Tournament of Power Two, uh, the Granola Arc, all this stuff opens up and Bardock gets a role. They bring him back into uh, the canon story. Do not. Be surprised. And then we look back nine months in the in the past and we're like, remember when they dropped the God Rare? And we're like, why'd they pick wow. Bardock? That's stupid. They're telling like the you. From Universe 6 or something like that. They're telling you. <laughs> they're telling you. There's a, there's a strong chance we might see him in the anime. And guess what? The Bardock lore will be through the roof. Everyone will be a Bardock fan once we get to know him in Super. Just how everyone became a Vegeta fan once we got to know him in Super. Right? Like, they're giving us the answers. Yeah, but the, you know, I was seeing, I saw something on social media the other day that people were saying that like the anime Goku is is they disrespect the the manga Goku. He's like, not as serious. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like the manga Goku is a lot more serious. Well, they just meditate. they change around some words and things like that. But I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's cool. I like the show, man. I've, I've did I've watched Super so many times, which is nuts. I've only done that with Yu Gi Oh. I just watched all the Super movies this weekend. So I watched um, Battle of Gods. Resurrection F, Super Brawly, and then Superhero. I watched them all. Boom, 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 boom. Wait, what? What? What's Battle, Battle of the Gods? What's that? That's when Goku meets Beerus. You saw it in the anime. 
but but dude with the movies or the movie animation, movies are better way movies are better way yeah. sticker i didn't know that was in a movie i'll have to watch that and then yeah. Res- resurrection f is with frieza right yep but way better than that way better I've than seen, the i've anime. seen that one yeah i've seen that one in movie version it's like 3.99 if you amazon it but yeah the, the broly and then uh i need to watch the uh dragon ball super superhero it's good it's good i yeah. actually went in theaters right. to watch it there you guys go. Just a quick look at Donna Z and my thoughts on the God Rare. I'm not disappointed. I like it. I, I like literally, I like it as equally as the Vegeta. It's growing. It's growing on me. I'm telling you. I'm telling Let's just see what happens with Dragon Ball Super in 2023. Goku gets to revisit the past. He gets to visit his dad. Watch that story develop, and then people are going to wish they bought this nine months prior. 12 months prior, but whatever. Hey, I don't know anything. All right, there you go. Dragon Ball. I might be full of crap. I don't know anything. Who knows? But I, Dragon I know, Ball. That's, hey, that's a, good, that's a good spin to throw on Dragon Ball. I, I can see Dragon Ball doing some Dragon stuff. Dragon Ball like foreshadows a lot. They do it a lot. Okay. That's it for Dragon Ball. Moving on to Capsule Corp this week. Capsule Corp. <laughs> he said, I'll change my mind if I pull it. <laughs> right? Dude, where, are you, where are you seeing this at? Uh, Card haven't said it. Dude, I must not have chat. Did I get like disconnected from chat? Oh, I don't know. That was funny. Oh, I guess so. I guess so. My chat wasn't updating. Anyways, welcome to the Capricorn segment. This is another Dragon Ball segment where we talk about cards that are unique or not talked about or just don't have very much uh, recognition. Because um, there's all sorts of Dragon Ball stuff out there in terms of collecting. Um, you got figurines, Funko Pops, cards, everything. You have like uh, the old score cards. You have these cards here, which are the Dragon Ball uh, Visual Adventure. Um, there's all different kinds of parts to this uh, to these cards. There's not much information out there. There is one website though that looks like they used to Dragon Ball Visual Adventure cards. Oh, your mic's getting wrecked. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone. I'm I'm not gonna do this on my phone next time though. So uh let me see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it looks like there's like eight different expansions of this uh Dragon Ball Visual Adventure. Um this one right here, most of these cards come from part ninety-five, I believe it I believe it is. Um But anyways, we've seen uh the card right here, the PSA card, if you guys are watching the video format, we've seen that artwork before. And that's the artwork from the uh, the secret rare, um, rainbow, ghost rare, uh, Goku card from the uh, vending machines. Yeah, yeah. Is it vending machines? Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Video game vending. Yeah. Yeah, the video game vending machine thing. Uh, so that's the same artwork, um, just not with the Dragon Balls and stuff like that. The the additional like rainbow artwork and stuff on it. But uh, so I think. In each set, there's like there's like some there's prism cards, there's regular cards. Um, so you can find some of these cards in prism artworks, and all of them have like this uh, really cool gold medallion um, like dragon on each card. And uh, some of them are super cool, um, very like a uh, nostalgic looking, I guess you can say. Like there's just some really cool ones, and they got like some really like retro like uh, I don't know how to say it like modern. Like say like Goku riding a bike, It'd be like Goku riding a bike with like a Capsicor jacket on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like old you know school I mean? Dragon Ball. Like yeah, old school Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? But it's like a or like Goku riding on the back of like a um like a moped with Gohan like driving the moped and him yeah. eating like ramen on the back yeah. seat. 
Like, so there's like cool quirky promo cards like that. Promo style work. Yeah, promo style work, exactly. And then you also have like iconic cards, a lot like uh, this Kid Boo and Super Saiyan 3 Goku that's in the prism. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's like six prisms in each set, something like that. Um, you have this cool like Dragon Ball card right here um, that has like the actual Dragon Ball on it and then all the characters above and then Majin Buu below. Mm-hmm. And then um, this one right here is pretty dope. You have Vegeta with a cell and a headlock, which I think is dope. It's just like a derpy... A uh, cool card I'd like to have like in my collection because um, it would fit perfectly. Yeah, and then you have other like other cards that uh, are pretty cool, and a lot of these are pretty cheap. Um, they're like anywhere like if you're looking for a prism card, you're gonna or like a popular um, character, it's gonna be anywhere from like twenty to like a hundred bucks, depending on like the condition and obviously like how popular the card is. But you can find some of these other cards for like two, three, four, five bucks. Um, I don't, I haven't been able to find any packs of where these cards come from. Um, a lot of the sellers on eBay are from Japan. Yeah. And uh, I think they're pretty dope. And what's pretty cool is on PSA, because uh, you can grade them, obviously, but they're very low. Low which, pops, huh? <clears throat> yeah, which is pretty, pretty surprising for the artwork that they picked on these cards. I just think that they don't have a lot of recognition. I think that a lot of people haven't talked about them. And I think that's why they're at the price points they are, because I think the people who do know about them, they're selling them for like 20 to a hundred bucks, obviously. So there's mm. some people who want them. There's demand out there. People want them. Um, but they obviously are hard to find for this, the specific cards. Um, well, I don't know. I've been super interested in them. I've been looking at them a lot. Um, all the different parts, but there's different series. So you can get, you can get ones from like the cell series where they have a, um, like a cell and Team Gohan because I know a lot, we have a lot of Team Gohan fans out there. Does it go um, up to the Boo Saga that and that's it or what? Yeah, it goes into the Boo Saga and I believe that's it. Yeah, so it's all like the old Dragon Ball Z. So this is um, this is called 1995 Bandai Dragon Ball Z Visual Adventures. Um, and there's part one, two, three, four, five, six, and then there's part 95, <clears throat> and then part 95 EX, um, which is like some additional cards to the part 95. So. A lot of cool stuff. Um, just a different set of Dragon Ball. Um, kind of like the scorecards, but less. Yeah. Old ish. You know what I mean? Like these are old. These are these are old cards. These are 1995, like Bandai old cards, but they have still a modern feel to them. Like you know, like the scorecards. There's they have a very old feel, very mm. vintage old feel. Yeah, yeah. These look a little more modern. So if that's up your alley, you guys like them, check them out. Dragon Ball Visual Adventure. Um, part one through six, and then ninety-five and ex. Nice, super dope. I like them. Um, pretty cheap too. Twenty to hundred bucks for the prisms. All right, moving on. Oh wow, we already been on for two hours. Okay, moving on. We got Greasy's oh. Gaming Corner. Here we go. All right, Greasy's Gaming Corner. I know uh, there's a couple of us that were looking forward to this one. Um. Real simple topic today, right? We talked about the top games for N64. Today, we're going to be talking about every N64 console. I found a list of uh, each variation. And it's crazy. You know, there's a lot of like lore and story to these different consoles. Not just so much like, oh, this one comes from this, this one comes from that. But like, I didn't know that some of them are cheaper than others. Like, I didn't know that uh, the green one, right? Oh, uh, which- dude, this is tight which is known as like the Donkey Kong one, right? The green one. That's actually one of the cheaper consoles you can get. Um, there's like Toys R Us versions. There's gold versions. 
there's even stories to the Pokemon ones, right? Um, there's actually multiple Pokemon Stadium N64s. There's two that came out in Japan and then one that was an English release, right? So they have the dark blue Pokemon, the light blue Pokemon. And then they even have an orange one. The orange one looks sick. It's an orange console with a Pikachu on it. Um, but we'll go ahead and click into it and uh, just real light content. Here we go. Every Nintendo 64 console variation complete color list. So I don't know how much info. I haven't even read this yet. I just know it has each color. It's written in 2019. This is from uh, consolevariations.com. Okay, so it should be pretty solid. This list, <clears throat> this list covers all 64 console variations ever officially released by Nit or licensed by Nintendo. Okay. We consider a console variation a unique color console regardless of its box or packaging. Oh, okay. This means that we're only looking at the standalone consoles in this list. Nice. Okay, cool. I need... Wow, we got to check out the GameCube ones, too. We'll do that soon here. That's, that is sweet. Okay, here we go. You got Charcoal, which is the standard. This is the console we had growing up. This is, this is literally it. Um, getting this box for Christmas. And we had the gray one, and I believe we had a purple controller. We had a green controller and, like, a yellow controller. Or maybe blue. But they were like the generic ones. These We only had the real ones of this and the purple one. Remember they had the fat ones? They were like, we had the green one. We had a blue one, I think. But they were a little bit fatter. They weren't as sleek as these ones were. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So here's some facts. Charcoal's the original release. Console was held in solid charcoal with gray elements. The controller that came with it was gray. Okay. Real quick and easy. The jungle green console. There you go. This was released in the U.S., South America, and Europe. The Jungle Green is part of the Fantastic series containing six consoles. What the? Okay. So this is different than the, the Donkey Kong one I was talking about. The Jungle Green is one of the more common consoles of this set. Yeah, and I've heard that, and it's actually one of the cheaper ones, too. Like, you can get, like, complete inbox for, like, $175, i have seen it. I was almost about to pull the trigger because I, like, really, I'm, like, you talk about collecting, like I'm interested. Yeah, Chris, some of these are Japanese exclusive, especially like the Pokemon ones. If you you can eBay it right now, pretty crazy. This one's pretty rare, I think. The Fantastic Ice Blue, I think this one's kind of rare. I might be getting it mixed up with Xbox though. This is a cool color though, right? <laughs> Dude, the '90s were sick, man, with the clear colors. Oh my gosh. Here you go. Released in USA, South America, Europe, Australia. In Canada, our Ice Blue is part of the Fantastic series again. Ice Blue is one of the more common consoles. Okay, so this is a different... You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of uh, the Xbox Ice Blue. There's an Xbox Ice Blue which came out with Halo. Super rare. Like, ultra rare. I don't remember it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll look at it another day, but I'll share it in the Discord. It's yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's still dope. Even though it's a common one, I think that one's dope. Dude, what? oh, dude, the purple, though. Fantastic purple. purple. Yeah, the purple was Dope. It. Guys, these aren't that you can literally buy a console with the controllers and all that for like less than 200. It's it is doable. I've seen it. Um with the box it's a little more expensive, but they're they're not crazy expensive. Um this is again released in the same areas here. Purple is part of the Fantastic and purple is considered slightly rarer than the first two. It's also called Midnight Blue in Japan. So you got purple which is better than blue and green in terms of rarity. Love the colors. It's epitome of the 90s and the early 2000s. All right. You got the fantastic fire orange. That's sick. That's so Dude, cool. That 
sick. I've never even seen that. That's yeah. Tight. What? And the fire orange is considered a little more rare than than even the purple. Okay. Yeah, Called so sun orange in Europe. orange. That's tight. Nintendo 64 Fantastic Smoke Clear Black. Now, I believe this one's one of the more rarer. Uh, this clear Ooh. black is one of the better ones. Dude, that yeah. one's tight. Yep. So this was released in USA, South America, Europe, Australia, Japan, Taiwan. This is the second rarest Fantastic in Europe and the rarest in USA. Probably due to the fact that it looks similar to charcoal and therefore less exiting to buy at the time. Ooh, I see. People didn't know that this was a different variant back in the day. Now you're just like, oh, I can't find it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that little cartridge on the front, dude. The rumble pack? Thing. The uh, rumble expansion or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, you had to have that for certain games, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that used to be the worst. Like, when you would rent, we'd rent a game from, like... And you, we didn't have that? Like that. Yeah. We didn't have that. Couldn't play it. Oh, pissed. <laughs> Oh, this one's sick. Fantastic watermelon. Look at that. Whoa, dude, that's tight, Red. I like that. Excellent marketing. We don't get this kind of marketing anymore. It sucks. Like, look how simple this is. And it makes us so happy to see it. You know what I mean? I know. The controller literally looks like a, a Battlestar Galactica. You know what I mean? The little, yeah. The little ship. This is the rarest of the Fantastics, okay? In Europe, and then second rarest in USA. So you got... Charcoal, Dude, or you got clear smoke, and then you got the uh, watermelon. It's weird, as I don't even remember seeing these in store, really. Um. Well, I remember. I remember, like as a kid, you would see all the colors. Now I don't know if they had them for sale, but like there would be a display, like of all the boxes. So you would see all these boxes stacked up. They're probably empty, but you would see all that. But I didn't even think to get different colors as a kid. I was just pumped to have that one. Like yeah. Yeah. stoked you know but you would see this set up and then you'd see like a giant mario stand you know like it'd be cool you're like it just the marketing was way better back then yeah um sorry so we're down to fire red let's see we got oh clear white con- this Boys is the blue i was talking about so this is cl- clear white and blue console this is the one that's more rare uh compared i thought see i got this one mixed up with the blue one it's not this is a different one and you can kind of see how it's white and blue pretty dope dude's got that gummy shark look yeah yeah that's tight I like that so this Solid. european n64 console was a bundle with the game super mario 64 sick so yeah so this is a mario 64 type of bundle dope you got the clear white and red look at that just simple very this is so simple but it was genius genius Not but that's cool. There you go. You I got the Pikachu it. dark blue consoles. And I believe this, the dark blue console is the English release. I'm pretty sure. Dude, hard. Yep. So this is released in USA, what? South America, Europe. Okay. Japan, Japan also has this and I'll show you real quick. They're going to cover it, but Dude, we didn't have that controller. No, no, we had a, we had a silver one. We Let me show you something real quick. One. So here you go. This is the Japan variants. They're orange and light blue. Like that. Mm. And these are J- Japanese. You'd have to convert them somehow to get English readout, I believe, when you play games. I'm not dope. I'm not positive on that though. That's super dope. Okay. Moving on. Dude, I, I take that hooked up to a Toys R Us stand. Dude. Over a snap any day. Over a snap machine any day. 
Oh yeah, a Toys uh, R Us uh, kiosk. Hard hooked up. Yeah, hard hooked up to a Toys R Us kiosk with the display and everything. You can on the find top. that stuff. I'm, Go on dude, eBay. I'm. It's sick. Over a snap machine any day. Like if you type in like Toys R Us kiosk, you'll find one with like a Game Boy attachment. It's like it has Zelda inside of it. That's all it That's has. Sick. That's hard. All right, here you go. Here's the light blue Pikachu. This is Japan release. Look at that, though. It's sick. Look at this marketing. Amazing. This is better than this one. Released in Japan. There you go. You can, it's a very small variant, too. It's a light blue over the dark blue. Here's the orange console. This one's my favorite. I think this is sick. Oh, okay. I, like the, I like the blue one. This the is just different. No, but this is, like, different, though. Like you see that all those, you see all those TikTok nerds sharing sharing like this one. They're like, oh, this is so rare. But like, these are different. Like I would, I would, I, you don't see anyone flexing these. Like they probably don't even know they exist. They only know about the English one. Yeah, yeah. I like. I think the like light blue one looks dope. It's more like Pokemon esque. The red's unique. I don't the know. orange is more rare than orange. the light blue, but only slightly. Oh, wow. But you can get this for like under three hundred. No way. Yes. In Deal? the box. Dude. Look, I'm... Watch. I know. I was looking at him. I was about to buy him. Yeah, no, no way. That's that's awesome. Where's it at? Like, look at this. 284. Here's one. 439 for the whole, whole thing. He's got the cords, too. Region free. Oh, so this one probably plays English games. Oh, that's dope. That's dope, dope, dope. Look at this. Oh, man, Look at the 480 dope. for the whole set right there. Uh, mm. e- 170 for that. Wow, that's cheap. Oh, $50 shipping. Ah, you got me. 229 that's not bad. Free shipping? Whew. That's sick. Look at this. Dude, this, they're everywhere. I mean... They're just cool. I think they're cool. Dude, I think they're sick too. What are, you, what are you talking about? There's no way they're not cool. Here's the battle set console for Pokemon Stadium. Now, this one's pretty dope. This is a different one, right? Like, you don't see this a lot. <clears throat> hmm. This was released in UK, Scandinavia, Australia. My Game Boy looked like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is pretty rare. Mm-hmm. You got the gold console. Look at that. It doesn't even look gold. It looks like rose gold almost. You know what I mean? But that's dope. Yeah, that's that's dope. What? Released in the that's USA and Japan. Certainly, uh, this was a out. Toys R Us exclusive. Oh, that's tight. Sick. Sometimes also refer, referred to as the Zelda N64. Okay. Is that Nintendo 64 Hox console? Hox console? What's this? Orange and black. Oh, that's clean. Dude, it's got clear cool. orange and then solid black. That's clean. Dope. Released only in Japan. No, see. It was only available in the Dai store in Japan, and its real name is simply N64 Dai. 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 Yeah. It's often called the Dai Hawks, referred to Japanese baseball team. Okay. Oh, that's sick. This orange and black is actually different from any other N64 console. So this is specific to that team. That's pretty cool. It is a that deeper is cool. orange too. That's tight, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. What's this? Oh, that's cool. Just Jusco, Jusco 30th anniversary edition console. Okay. Released only in Japan. 30th anniversary of Jusco stores, Jusco stores. Okay. United, Japan, Japan, United Scores Company. Okay. It's often considered the holy grail of N64 console collecting. What? Okay. Why? That's pretty dope. Is that white on the bottom? I don't get it. What, what is? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's got a little bit of white. It's almost like a clear white. Oh, okay. Shamu. Oh, wow. Nippon Airlines. This has got to be big. Nintendo 64. Wow. They got the airline company. Oh, that's cool. Has the Anna Jets right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fancy. Wow. That's a nice box. Yeah. <laughs> Was given away on Nippon Airways. Wow, you had to be rich to get that. That's crazy. Oh, here, here we go. 18 Nintendo 64 Hyundai console. What? What are these weird collabs they're doing? You had an airline collab. Now you got vehicles. Car company. Yeah. That's crazy. So this was released in South Korea. Dude, I bet you there's someone out there who has all these, like, Brand new, sealed, which is just nuts. Here's the 64 IQ console. What is that? What the freak? Yeah, what is that? Released only in China. This one's an oddball. Yes, it's actually an N64, but to be honest, we don't think it fits well here. Okay. In 2003, uh, Nintendo launched the N64 in China. And chose to use a different design. Considering the console was already released in 96. Not a bad idea. These are pretty rare to come by. Okay. So it's like, what is it? All in one? Like, you just plug this in your TV? What? Wait, wait. What? Am I remembering wrong? Didn't we have a hotel that had that in it? Like, we stayed in a hotel that that had... Yeah, I remember it was like, they had like a... Either an N64 or something like that. It was just a controller connected to the TV, and we could play like Tekken. Remember? I don't, but uh, you might be onto something. I don't know. It was like some old, some old, old game, and I feel like it was. It looked like something like that. Wow! It didn't look like an. It did. It, it looked like a controller. Huh? Yeah, and I feel like there was an old hotel that we like, and it was like hardwired. Oh, here we go. Here's some honorable mentions. You got uh, Lost in Station. Okay, that's it. Dude, this was sick. So the Fantastic set is probably just some of the coolest stuff. And they're not that expensive. So something to consider, like some of the flashiest stuff is actually not that expensive. Yeah. But yeah, guys, this stuff is on my watch list. I've been looking. Um, I would have loved to have, I mean, I would love to have a few set up here. It'd be great. Great. <clears throat> I'll pull the trigger eventually. I know I will. All right. There you guys go. That's a quick look at every N64 console for Greasy's Gaming Corner today. Moving on to March Madness this week. Here we go. It's a championship. Yeah, I think John Landry's right. John Landry commented. He said Tekken was probably the Sega Dreamcast. You're right, I think. I think I'm just remembering the, uh, the color of the buttons and, like the gray controller, you know? I don't know, though. 
This thing was like janky. I remember it was so janky. It was like you selected the games through the menu of like the TV, the hotel mm. menu on the TV. All right, guys, here we go. March Madness, uh, the final showdown of what our favorite console in this Discord is. The results are in. Oh, yeah. Xbox 360 versus Nintendo 64. Good battle. The winner. By unanimous decision. (laughs) Not unanimous, but by a large margin. N64 beats 360 17 to 5. I mean, I'm cool with that because N64 is probably my favorite system. And then 360 would be, or Xbox would be right behind that. So right, I think I think here this is this is this is my this is my theory on this. I think the reason why sixty four and Xbox went up against each other is because the controller. You know the controllers are very similar, and I feel like a lot of people who played on sixty four were very familiar with an Xbox controller. You like mean the original Xbox, Xbox, the fat, the original Xbox controllers, the fat ones? Yeah, but even the three sixties were fat too. They were a little bit. They came out with slimmer ones, but the ones that came in the the box were there. They had fat rumble packs in the handles, like yeah, yeah, chunky. And uh, I remember like that was a that was a controller that felt the best. Like going from N sixty four to something else that felt the best. And even though we had a PlayStation too, so that's kind yeah. of my theory. Is like most. Also, I'm glad they went up against each other. But three sixty didn't have too many games that were. Like extremely memorable, like Fable, Halo. That's well. That's yeah. Well, we went over. We went. I don't think you were here, but we went over like the top 360 games. And for me, uh-huh. it was like okay, you got Fable, uh, Halo. Um, they threw in Red Dead Redemption. Which I was like, okay, that's solid. Uh, yeah, Battle Battle Battle. Was it <clears throat> uh, the old Star Wars Battle of the Old Republic or whatever? That was a yep. cool one. Um, but uh, no, I was. I'm okay with this because literally like my favorite systems would be like N64, original Xbox. We're talking OG Xbox with the fat controller. It was just that startup was the sickest startup ever. Uh, then I would go to some sort of like Game Boy, you know, DS or SP or something like that. But uh, And then Xbox 360, you know, I put Xbox 360 and Xbox in the same category. Um, but man, awesome system i i think n64 totally deserved it especially because last week we looked at the top 10 games of all time for n64 solid list super solid list so like not yeah complaining i'm pretty at all. sure if you name the top 10 games from a from an n64 like yeah they're way more memorable it. everyone's played it and way yeah. more memorable yeah like there's still games that are being remade till this day yep so N64 um, is all in. I think my favorite game, Jake, I think my favorite game would probably be, oh man, this is tough. I can't, it's a three, it's like a three-way tie. It's like a three-way tie because I would, I would want to say Star Fox is up there. Star Fox 64 is up there. Um, yeah. Super Smash Brothers is up there. Yep. Um. Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium, Majora's Mask. Uh, I would even throw Conker's Bad Fur Day up there, even though I never owned it. I love that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game made me laugh so hard as a kid. I used to cry, like, laughing. Because I would play at my friend's house, like, this is the funniest game ever. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah. But, no, both Zeldas, Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time. Charlie was dope. Yeah, so, man. There's just so many great games. You can't. 
you need a top 15, top 20 because they're all that good. Uh, but there you Don, guys go. Um, all of them. N64 wow. takes the chip. March Madness. You guys let us know in the Discord uh, what you guys want to do next time um, for our next bracket. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. You got anything else nope. on that? Nope. I like we gotta, it, we gotta get some. We need to buy some N64s in the cord. We need to start stacking it as a as a as a team. We'll just start buying up all the N64s. Bring it back. We're bringing back the late '90s. Here we go. All right, Gengar's grabs. All right, Gengar's grabs. The final segment of the night. The segment about you guys and the things that you bought this week. If you want to share your stuff, just join the just. Bleh. I can't speak. I'm speaking way too quickly. Okay. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Join the Discord. The links are always in every video. Okay. If you can't get in via that link, just send me a message on Instagram or TikTok or email us at the Poketower Podcast at gmail.com. We'll get you in. And that's how you get in this. That's how you get shown off here. All right. Number five this week John Landry with a Dragon Ball GT figure. That's a Super Saiyan 4 Goku. Um, I believe, well, check this out. So, you know, he found this thing, but I believe that there is a signature right here. And that's what he was saying. Like, did anyone see the signature right here? It's signed. I believe that's what he was talking about. Either that or someone wrote on it. But I'm pretty sure that's signed by Sean, the voice actor. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. Pretty dope. That is dope. I like to see different stuff like this. It's cool. And you're going to see, check this out. Number four this week. Some of these little Dragon Ball figurines go for some... Nasty money, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to know your stuff, but it, it's there. Mm-hmm. Number four this week, Jello got a Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. Zelda. See? I remember this game. Um, is, this the, is that the one where you can go flat and stuff? I think so, right? I don't know if it's that. I can't remember. I I want to say that I played this game when we went on like a road trip. I rented it from a Blockbuster. And I like literally got close to beating it on our road trip, but I don't think I actually beat it. I can't remember. We got this mm-hmm. game. We got this game, and then we also got Transformers. Remember Transformers for PlayStation or something, or Nintendo yeah, sixty four. Yeah, 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 we yeah, rented yeah, yeah. those games from Blockbuster, and then we took and then we went to Texas. Like, and I remember playing this in the car. Yeah, I can't. I can't really see the picture that well. Um, yeah, it's a little dark. I'm, yeah, this far away, but like. If I could see the name, I'm pretty sure I remember. But that's that's CIB complete in box is pretty cool. I love to see the video games that's trickling you in. Stand in the middle of the grass, and you would do the circle, and it would cut the grass. I think I can't remember, dude. And the longer you charge it, the more grass you cut. I've only played like one or two Zelda games on Game Boy. Hmm. But uh, I think I have a memory of that. Yeah, but it's cool. I I like to see the video game stuff trickling in to the Discord. I'm glad you guys are. We're all like into the same stuff. It's actually kind of cool to see everyone's taste. Like we have a general, we all like video games. Then to get in the specifics of what video games we're playing is even cooler to see. All right. Number three this week. Nate, nasty Nate. So this is a uh, judge card. And the story with this is that he was saying that these judge cards, they're not making them as much or they're not making them anymore. So like he got kind of like a piece of like the final judge cards that they do and then he also mentioned something like he was starting to build his deck and now his deck's built into something that's like 1400 bucks i believe oh some some crazy like figure yeah yeah that's wild now 
we may not know exactly what's going on, but um, I always like to hear, you know, it's cool to hear people's like other people's stuff, like what they're into, regardless if I know anything about it, it's refreshing to see different things. So that's kind of why it made it in. And then uh, I always tell myself I need to buy more tournament style cards, judge cards, things like that. And I never do. So just uh, another thing I need to get into. All right. Yeah, they're they're a unique part of uh, the TC, the TCG's history, which is yep. dope. Yep. When you know, for me, like if you look at Digimon, tournament and pre-release cards dominate the market. Yeah, you know no, I mean? they're some of the coolest ones too, which suck. Yeah, but hmm. but what I'm saying, they they outpace most secret rares. They outpace most alt arts. If you want to play the the Digimon collecting game, it's the collecting is in those rare limited promos. That's where it's at for the modern game, at least tournament cards. That's what you want. Number two this week. I should have took $10. Also known as Christopoli. So Chris got a flying Pikachu. Um, I'm just kidding. That's a Possumon from Digimon Digibattle series five. That's a hard card to get. Um, you, you, you don't see people pulling it. Like when you, I believe he comes from green packs. I think that's where he comes from. Um, but like that looks pretty minty and you just don't see those being listed. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's cool. cool to see. Uh, that's, that's a card that I don't have yet. Uh, I yeah, think I, I, I know nothing about it. I might have a PSA 10 of the non hollow variant, but I don't have nothing like that foil. Hmm. Um, his name guys, his name, by the way, has changed. I should have took $10 because when he played deal or no deal the other day with us, he got offered the chance to take $10 twice. He took no deal and he ended up coming out with five bucks. So, Ooh. yeah. So his, so Chase immediately changed his name to I should have took $10 because he had the opportunity twice, two times to win that and he, he flopped. So that's on you, Chris. Ah, brutal. All right. And number one this week, taking the cake. Eric, a.k.a. Schnitzel. That's our Canadian buddy. They all call each other buddies, so I don't feel bad for calling them buddy. Um, Whoa, what is but that? that? That is a Digibattle Series 4 pack. What is that? It's a green pack. Now, here's the cool thing about this. So, Digibattle Series 4, which are some you have of the one harder. Of those? No, I do not have any Series 4. Oh, that's what I, was saying. I don't think I don't think I've seen one of those on your shelf. Like, that's, that's new artwork to me. Yeah, that's Series 4. I only have Series 5 and Series 1 and 2. Um, <clears throat> Dope. But... The cool thing about this is that I actually had that pack in my hands. I sent that to him. Um, a few, maybe a month ago, um, he was negotiating with a seller who wouldn't send the stuff to Canada. So he was like, hey, will will you buy this and then send it to me? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. So we worked it out. Um, I got the got the pack. I was able to, I actually took a picture too. It's funny, I'll share it on my Instagram soon. Uh, wow. <laughs> he'll see that's, that's, <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious when i share it but anyways i'm gonna share the picture of the pack with one of my slabs uh it's just a joke but uh yeah it's actually his pack in the picture um so that was cool that i got to play a part in that and help him finish his collection i think he might be one of the bigger sealed digi battle collectors in our discord like he might have the most um so that's pretty cool to see and you just don't see that often right like i've, I've i got to hold a, a series four pack sealed so i was happy you know or send it off. Yeah, that's crazy. I haven't, like I said, that's new artwork to me. So when I saw it, I was like, what is that? That yeah. definitely, that's got, 
It's got to take number one because I haven't seen that. That's tight. Yep, yep. I like seeing new stuff. Yeah, there you guys go. Uh, Eric, a.k.a. Wiener Schnitzel, wins the grabs tab this week. And that takes us to the end of episode 99. Holy crap. Next week is episode 100. I'm excited. I'm glad you guys are here um, hanging out with us. And uh, before we end today, if you like the video, please like it. Share it. Do you know what's nuts? You know what's nuts? It's gonna be it's gonna take so long to get to the next like milestone of digits, like to hit four digits. Hey, we'll see. You know, you never know. Uh, that takes forever. Right. Well, you never know. Who knows? You know, um we have lots of options and I think that there are things that we can do, you know, to to get that number. I think that's easy. I think the harder part is just being consistent doing it. Um, because you don't yeah. want to get burned out, you know. So yeah. guys, again, like, share, and subscribe. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the channel. Share this on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your TikTok. Tag me. I'm telling you, do it. Um, join our Discord if you're, if not, right? Like, if you're not going to do anything, join our Discord because it's free and you'll meet a ton of people like in the chat tonight who just offer good advice and talk about things that you like, right? So you have yeah, some friends. You. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about similar stuff. <clears throat> get similar hobbies. Who knows? And if you like us a lot, you can actually support the podcast. There's a link in every video that says click to listen to our podcast and it says like support or something like that. When you click that link, you can donate as little as 99 cents a month and that supports our operation we have running here. It goes directly back into you guys. Like for example, when we do a two-year anniversary party, who pays for that shipping? I do, right? So that's the type of stuff that we use to give back to you guys, right? That stuff's expensive. Think about it, right? Like I got, I got some, I got some dope. I got some dope things. Yeah. Just to know. So we got, we got a lot of cool stuff. Um, we're looking forward to episode 100 and then the two year anniversaries after that. I'm not sure. Do you have anything planned for episode 100 or is it the two year? I'm, I'm more, I'm more shooting for our two year. Okay, cool. All, the two our, year, all the, our really extremely loyal listeners. They're going to be the two year is like September, like 15th, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We got two year yeah, September what you said fifteen something like that. It's it's like a week yeah. and a half, two weeks away. Yeah, but it, um, it almost lined up with our hundred. Yeah, almost in line with episode one hundred because we did take a few breaks here and there, but it's literally almost fifty four, fifty two weeks on the dot. All right, that's it. Episode ninety nine. Thank you guys for checking it out. Appreciate you all. Uh, you got anything else? Nope, that's it, guys. Thanks, all man, right. for watching and listening. Appreciate it. Keep Later. up. Keep up on the seven days of seven giveaways, right? You wanna you wanna keep up on that. You wanna tune into this podcast because we'll have I'll be selecting people for deal or no deal, and I'll be showing the winners for seven days of giveaways. All right. Peace. Peace.